Alright everybody, welcome in. I'm really excited to be where Jake and I are both excited to be back with you. It's not just me, I got my wonderful partner next to me. What's up, Jake? Oh god. <laughs> what's up? What's up? Tell, tell the people what's up, man. What's up? Alright. You tell me what's up in the comments. Tell us what's up in the comments. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell everybody what's PMS up right motherfucker. the fuck now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let me fucking tell you what's up, bitch. We're coming in hot. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm Jake and I, uh, uh, so the right by, the, by the time this episode drops, everyone will know about the uh, miniseries we're going to be starting next week. So two miniseries, actually. One significantly better than the other, of course, but we uh, we, won't, we won't discuss that. Yeah, I know. One guy's <laughs> talking about old dead musicians nobody cares about anymore. And the other one's talking about medical practice no one gives a shit about anymore. Yeah, exactly, so we're equal. we're equal. <laughs> That's probably Just like fair. what America is. Anyway, uh, so today we're doing a kind of a... This is supposed to be a kind of a lot of fun because uh, we uh, got really serious on Tuesday for... Uh, Important reasons, Jake and I think. So uh, we hope you enjoyed that. Well, episode. not just me and you. It's like the rest of the well, fucking world as we, well. We thought we there was a lot going on, and we thought we should comment, uh, and that was the best way we knew how, and that was a way of commenting without taking any strong opinions. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you learned a little bit of something somewhere in there. Uh, and uh, you know what? If you didn't listen, that's completely okay too, because we're back at the silliness today. Yeah, I know. Uh, we broke out our slide whistle after being sad for about three to four days. <laughs> Somebody cue the air horn. <laughs> Yeah, Lucas has got his hat on sideways because he decided to I be a brat today. I don't have a hat on my front. Fuck yeah. But uh, anyway, <laughs> today we're covering the called first... Called me out. We just today we're doing it. the first story ever written. 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 English oh, is great, boy. isn't it? This is going to be great. Especially given what we're doing today. If given I already, what you're doing. You're narrating I, the fucking thing. So we're going to actually be reading the Epic, epic of Gilgamesh today. <laughs> so we can get through it. Um, we're gonna uh, before we start reading it, we're gonna give you a, kind of a brief overview of the Sumerians, just to understand their culture a little bit, and then we're gonna take a look at basically the first story ever written, the Epic of Gilgamesh. Uh, it's really actually interesting tale. Jake and I both read it. We've actually had it read to us before. Uh, shout out Paul Sabaric. Uh, he's probably never gonna hear this podcast, but shout out to him um, because he's the one who intru- introduced it to us. I'm so excited. I cannot say words. This is gonna be great. Uh, also, uh, just so you know, this podcast is probably going to split into two parts when I do post it to the thread, um, so just be aware of that, um, but anyway, um, that's about it as far as housekeeping goes. Oh, also, just remember, make sure if you, uh, ever want to get a hold of us, we have an Instagram page, hacked underscore history, you can get a hold of us on Facebook, uh, we have a Facebook page, you can go ahead and message that, Oops, I'll be checking things Snapchat out. Filter soon. That's not, probably not going to happen. Uh, uh, what? But anyway, uh, stay tuned for uh, more fun stuff. Uh, in the future, we plan to revamp our YouTube page at some point. Uh, we're going to do some fun stuff. So I hope you're all excited for that, and I hope you're ready. Uh, and, uh, yeah, if you ever want to get a hold of us as well, you can also email us at hackedhistory101 at gmail.com. And you can find us wherever you can find podcasts for the most part. So, uh, Jake, without further ado, let's get into it, shall we? Mm-hmm. Wow, that was the least exciting I was fucking cleaning my nails, asshole. Why are you cleaning your nails in a podcast? Because I give a We're fuck. They can't record. see me. Well, now they know. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they know now. So the Sumerian culture is one of the first actual ancient, uh, really one of the first civilizations in American, er, American, <laughs> one of the first civilizations. Jesus Christ. Oh, man, please no one cite us in your research papers. Just don't do it. If you do, shame on you. This is not the place for you to be going for academic research. Uh, the Sumerians are one of the first cultures in world history, actually. Uh, they, their heyday was between 3200 and 2350 BC. The Sumerians literally invented the wheel. So if anyone ever asks you out there, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. Well, 
you can say, well, I'm a freaking Sumerian, so I met the wheel anyway, so suck on that. Actually, don't probably say that. Suck my dick. But uh, <laughs> the Sumer, the state actually was what it was called, uh, consisted of a bunch of city-states. Um, some of the most uh, popular ones at the time were Ur and Uruk. Um, so, Ur. And uh, it's it's actually um, located, uh, it, it's nicknamed kind of, it's called Mesopotamia, and it, that stands for the land between the two li- rivers. And uh, you have the Tigris and, <laughs> and the Euphrates River. I heard livers. Don't you fuck. <laughs> between them libtards over there in the Middle East. Uh, but anyway, Mesop- all of a sudden that whiskey seems like a bad idea. Uh, you know what, Jake? Don't give away my recording techniques. Come on now. <laughs> what recording technique? They know we drink. <laughs> Getting on intoxicated. Anyway, they know we drink on stream. <laughs> uh, so. This, we're talking about the land between two rivers, that's Mesopotamia, uh, and that's where Sumer exists. Um, so just even to some brief uh, history of Sumer uh, and the Sumerians. So they, they um, obviously lived in different city-states, and a lot of times these cities... These, this was like a very loose connection. It wasn't like what you normally think of as a like country or nation now. Uh, actually, they went to a war with each other pretty frequently. Um, they all kind of... If you know... You think about Greek history and you think about Athens and uh, Sparta and some of those other city-states, it's kind of a lot like that. They're all kind of constantly jockeying for power. Um, Unlike Athens where they're not jacking for power. <laughs> I said jockeying. Yeah. Well, you know, compare it to like Greece. the underwear, jockey. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I didn't go there. But... I did. Anyway. Uh, You're so proud of yourself on that I one. Really, I did. I really proud of myself. Um, oh, so, so during this time, it's important to realize that um, that that uh, farming was not uh, farming was possible during this region. So I know a lot of times you think about this region nowadays, and you think about it being sort of desertified and stuff like that. You think of like a bunch of like tan and clay and just and basically just no like possibility to farm, right? Sure. Well, in those times, uh, vegetation and stuff was actually. Uh, was that region was a lot more fertile in terms of farming. It was still very hard because it required a lot of it, constant irrigation. Uh, and the reason I'm bringing it <clears that> up <throat> is because it actually plays a lot in the, into the mythology of the Sumerians. So whereas places like Egypt, who had very consistent flooding of the rivers, and they knew what was going to happen, so they knew when the, like, their soil was going to be... You know, the gods are pretty chill. The gods are, you know, like, yeah, you know, we, uh, we, uh, we're cool, you know? And then... <laughs> <laughs> that was really bad. But I'm still, what the fuck did you, where were you going with that? So, okay, so ancient Egyptian Egyptians guys, were super chill, you know, like taking <laughs> slaves to build giant pyramids in the sand. That's not what I meant. But ancient, ancient Egyptian gods were a lot more predictable in terms of how they acted. Compared to the Greek gods, we're just plain assholes. Well, because if you look at people, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because we're going to see this in the Epic of Gilgamesh, is Sumerian gods were a lot more vengeful, where like... <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like, if something bad happened, like, Sumerian culture, like, the custom would be, why, what do we do to anger the gods, the gods are getting revenge on us I feel like or something. I could be just about, like, most religions between but, like, the time. But, like, they were really pessimistic, like, if you read, like, the, like, their writings, like, not even, like, when they did things wrong, they just assumed the gods were gonna take vengeance for something. It didn't even matter how Again, they... it's, like, similar to Greek, where, like, Zeus could just be like, fuck it, I'll just kill whoever, asshole. And I, I used to read that as a kid, and I go, what the fuck is wrong with you, dickhead? <laughs> I'll just... Oh, you know what, you, uh, you... I don't give a fuck if you throw lightning bolts, I'll come over and sock you in the dick! <laughs> <laughs> so, um... So, there's just some interesting thoughts to keep in mind as we kind of progress through this. I don't want to spend too much time in this part, especially since, uh... 
the book is going to be pretty long, let's be real. It's going to be hella long. It's fun, though. I love the book. It's a fun run. It's, it's a mint. fun run. Yeah. It's fucking mint. It's fucking mint. <laughs> um, yeah, we're cool. So, just to get started, I'm actually going to quote the book. Um, we'll come back to this quote later, I think, at the end, because it kind of summarizes uh, what the book is kind of made of. So, I think it's a really important quote. But, uh, from Gilgamesh, book three. <clears throat> we are not gods. We cannot ascend to heaven. No, we are mortal men. Only the gods live forever. Our days are few in number, and whatever we achieve is a puff of wind. Just dust in the wind. Yes, thank you, Kansas. We're going to get sued by Kansas. Yeah, the state. Yeah, the whole state and and the band. And the band. Boom. Boom. Perfect. Uh, I'm not going to explain that quote just yet. We're going to come back to that quote at the end. That's that's how I kind of want to end this wonderful podcast. So we're going to come back to that. Uh, the next quote uh, is uh, from Traditions and Encounters, third edition, which is a textbook that I had to read in college. So shout out to the textbook. <laughs> uh, this is about uh, Sumerian myths. So the stories explored themes of friendship, loyalty, ambition, fear of death, and longing for immortality. In doing so, they reflected the interests and concerns of the complex urban-based society that had recent recently emerged in Mesopotamia. You real proud of yourself with that one? Fuck yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and the last quote is from uh, Neil McGregor. Oh, uh, dude, look at those fucking pictures. It's too gross. It's Anki Doom Gilgamesh. I've actually have that, and I've looked at it. So this is from Neil McGregor. Uh, it's quoted in his series, History of the World in 100 Objects, which, by the way, if you haven't listened to that, I'd recommend it. Uh, it's a little dry, but it's uh, very informational and very uh, intriguing. Isn't it on like the British Museum website? Yep, it's yeah. uh, yep, and you can pretty much find that anywhere. Huh. Their their selections get slightly smaller because of some things they did. You can find that for free. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and yeah. it has changed our nature. For literature like Gilgamesh allows us not just to think our own thoughts, but to inhabit the world of the worlds of others. Neil McGregor. All right, the thought so, world of others, but yes. Uh, we know the Epic of Gilgamesh is a thing because we found some tablets. Mm. <laughs> Busted as clay square in the middle of the sand. <laughs> okay, you make it sound real stupid, man. <laughs> so these tablets have a, what's called a cuneiform on it. I've, had, I've heard people pronounce it a lot of different ways, but I'm going to say cuneiform because that's how I know it. Um, but basically, uh, it's a really early form of writing. It's... I believe it even outdates um, each, each Egyptian hieroglyphics. It came around before that. Mm. Uh, it, it's, it, it's writing about what's called pictographs, so it's like, it kind of like hieroglyphics where you use pictures to mean words and you kind of piece all that together. Uh, it's really interesting if you're interested in cuneiform out there. There's actually a lot of cool sites out there where you can learn how to read cuneiform, uh, so you can check that out. And now we're going to get into some of the characters of the book before we start reading to hopefully make this a little bit less confusing. Jake and I are going to do our best. Hopefully you don't get confused. Hopefully we don't get confused. Probably, oh, we will get confused. We are definitely going to get That's confused. That's going to fucking happen. Um, you probably look at it like these dumbasses. But anyway. Yeah, uh, no. Oh, this fucking, like, tenured professor of uh, ancient Mesopotamian history. It's like, <laughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> well, asshole, then do it yourself. <laughs> Gosh. All right, but I'm actually going to give, uh, when, when I go through these characters, I'm actually going to tell you who's voicing them. or who, The idea of who's voicing them. We'll see if it actually uh, plays out. Uh, Gilgamesh is is going to be obviously the main character on the epic of Gilgamesh. He's the fifth king of Uruk. He is the most prominent character. He's going to be the one who learns the, the, the lessons, ideally, right? He's supposed English, to learn some lessons. English, good. Uh, Enkidu is going to be his broski. Broski. Uh, he's not, they're not getting along at Fuck first. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> We're talking about how they don't get along. Uh, I'm going to voice Gilgamesh. Jake is going to be Enkidu, so yeah. we'll look out for that. Shemat is the, uh, they call her a harlot in the book. 
Um, essentially, all you really need to know is she's a pretty much a sex worker. She Prostitute. Works, she works at the Temple of Ishtar, who is mm-hmm. the goddess of love. Is that the strip club in the area? <laughs> Ishtar? The Temple that's, of Ishtar? That's a, that's a good name for a strip club. Yeah, <laughs> if you have a really specifically niche interest. For really, really specific clientele. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the bunch of LARPers walking in dressed as ancient gods. Fuck yeah, shake it, girl. Not pushed him. And Udabishim's wife. Both are going to be voiced by uh, Jake. That's right. Believe it or not, I actually have per- he, multiple personality he, disorders, so this works out real well for me. <laughs> he is a full couple in his head and in real life. <laughs> what does that mean, in real life? You create yourself, man. You can create... He's like a fucking sponge as he reproduces from budding. Tear a piece off of him and he'll grow. <laughs> You're asexual, Jake. Oh, okay. Well, and that sounds about right. That's why most women won't date me. Oh, oh, Jake. Jake. <laughs> Can we just stop this podcast for a second? <laughs> no. Okay. Utnapishim's um, interesting. Uh, this is actually the first instance of a flood story, as this story predates the Bible. Uh, and a lot of people think Utnapishim oh. is uh, is um is an early version of Noah, but obviously that's not necessarily confirmed, and we don't really know. But it's interesting because there's a connection there, and I'm not going to say either way, um, but it's interesting. And Utnapishim's wife is pretty much just Utnapishim's wife, because in that time, they didn't really say much about women characters, which is sad. Right, so it's pretty much what the character is going to be is her standing in the corner facing the wall. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, and that's not right, but uh, we can't change the way they wrote it. Also, this was wrote, like, how many thousands of years ago? This was wrote probably, like, 2000 BC. Fucking yeah. Then we can't go back and tell them that. Uh, And then there's Urshanabi, who's the boatman to try to get to Utnapishim, because Utnapishim has achieved immortality, which is pretty dope. Uh, and then there's the hunter, who basically only has like three oh, or four lines in the story, but uh, he's there, so that's pretty chill. Uh, you'll meet the hunter later, and I don't want to give away too much. Our, and, uh, sorry, I'm going to be performing the rule of Urshanami, and Jake is the hunter. Oh, crap, that's a PBR. My bad. Ah, <laughs> oh, here we go for <laughs> the deities list. <laughs> and we'll start off with Anu, who's the father of the gods and the god of the firmament. That's Jake. Out of permanent. <clears throat> Aruru. Permanent, oh, not permanent. Permanent. Nah, whatever. Screw it. Aruru. <laughs> I got Take that flatter. I got some creation who fashioned Enkidu from clay and her spittle. I'm not sure what that means. If that means her vomit spit. or just spit. spit. There you go. Clay and spit. Okay, there you go. Uh, and that's going to be you as well, Jake. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you, can't, you'll hear me hawking the thick one out in the back audio, which means I'll spit <laughs> on his kitchen floor. Uh, and then Ia, the goddess of fresh water crafts and wisdom and a patron of humankind, that's gonna be me. <laughs> Why did you make it sound like you were snorting coke? Jeez. Uh, you gotta get into the mood somehow. <laughs> no, n- neither of us do that, and we're not trying to promote that, Jake. I wasn't promoting it in general, you went there. Cause that's what it sounded like. Alright, well. <laughs> anyway. Hey, move on with yourself. Humbaba, the fearsome demon who guides the cedar forest forbidden to mortals. Humbaba's seven garments produce an aura that paralyzes fear with anyone who would withstand him. He is the personification of awesome natural power and menace. His mouth is fire. He roars like a flood and he breathes death. Much like an erupting volcano, in his very last moments, he requires personality and pathos when he pleads cunningly for his life. That's right! In the left corner! God, we're so dumb. And we have Scorpion Man. Oh, sorry. I will be voicing Humbaba. We have Scorpion Man. That's right. Scorpion I Man. will be Dwayne the Rock Johnson here. Guardian with his wife of the Twin Peak Mountain called Mashu, which Shamash the Sun God travels through every night. 
And then we have Sibiri, the goddess of winemaking and brewing. That's going to be me. Jake is going to be voicing Scorpion Man. And we have Tammuz, the god of vegetation and fertility, also called the Shepherd. Born immortal, Tammuz is the husband of Ishtar, that will also be played by Jake. That's right. And then we have Enlil, who is the god of earth, wind, and air. Not fire, I'm sorry. <laughs> A superior deity, Enlil is not very fond of humankind. That'll be played by me. Then we have Urshkigal, terrifying queen of the underworld. That'll be Jake. Yeah. We have Ishtar, the goddess of love and fertility, as well as the goddess of war, and that's Ishtar. Uh, that'll also be played by Jake, which is ironic because that'll be Jake's second couple, as he is Tammuz and Ishtar <laughs> in play. Fuck <So, laughs> <laughs> yeah! And we have Lugabanda, third king of the rook after the day. Are you saying Ereshtig, or, or are you saying Ereshtigal and Ishtar are a couple? No, Ishtar and Tammuz. Oh, okay. Uh, Lugubanda, third king of Rook, after the deluge, Gilgamesh is the fifth. Lugubanda is the hero of the cycle of Sumerian poems and a minor god. He's a protector sometimes called the father of Gilgamesh. That'll be played by me. Ninsan, the mother of Gilgamesh, who called Lady Widow Wild, Wild Cow, Cow. Ninsan. She's minor mate. goddess, noted for her wisdom. Her husband is Lugubanda. That'll be played by Jake. Ninsan will be played by Jake. I'm playing Lugubanda. So Jake doesn't have to be his own couple in that one. Yeah, thank you. Uh, then we have Shamash, the sun god. Brother of Ishtar, patron of Gilgamesh, Shamash is a wise judge and lawgiver that is going to be played by Jake. Mm. All right, everybody, so that is our characters list, and we're about to get into the fun stuff. So if you're already bored out of your right, mind... It's Marv Albert here to read That's right, uh, maybe I should do all the narration on this voice. You could. I really would love that. It would make this a lot easier. <laughs> should I do that? I can try. You could? Uh, do or do not, there is no try, my dude. All right, we're going to see if I can make that happen. All right. All right, probably not. No, I'm going to use my regular voice. I already give up on that. Um, tablet 1, The Coming of Enkidu. Prologue oh, and, and he is coming. Prologue and Pain. <laughs> King Gilgamesh tyrannizes the people of Uruk who complain to the gods. To divert his superhuman earth and to deserve his superhuman energies, <laughs> the gods create his counterpart, the wild man Enkidu, who is brought up by the animals of the wild. Enkidu is stopped by a trapper. He lures him away from the herd with a prostitute, and the oh. prostitute shows him her arts. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you had any... Oh, they fuck hard. Oh, we're, we're going to get to that, and proposes to take him to Rook, where Gilgamesh has been seeing him in dreams. Oh, by the way, uh, this Enkidu guy, I, I like to call him Enkidu for some reason, because that's the way I usually pronounce things. He's basically like the Tarzan um, of the story, so there you go. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right, here we go. When does when does uh Peter or Peter Gabriel? When does uh Phil Collins start singing? You <laughs> No. <laughs> nope. We're gonna get sued so hard. He who saw the Jeep, the county's foundation. The counties. <laughs> the country's the country's foundation. That's right. The county seat. <laughs> this is gonna take a lot longer if you keep interrupting me. Keep fucking me. it up, and I will keep bringing it up. He who saw the Jeep, the country's foundation. Who knew was wise in all matters. Gilgamesh, who saw the deep, the country's foundation, who knew, was wise in all matters. He everywhere. Boss, just for a quick moment, for, for some context for readers, this story does repeat. He didn't fuck that up. That is actually how this thing works. Well, a lot of epics and poems. I know, but some people repeat. may not have read this, so fucking chill out, okay? <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> he shot me some straight side, I will drink the whiskey. <laughs> okay. He everywhere and learnt of everything, the son of wisdom. He saw what was secret, discovered what was hidden. He brought back a tale of before the deluge. He came from a far road, was weary, found peace. 
and set all his labors on a tablet of stone. He built the rampart of Uruk, the sheepfold of holy Ina, the sacred stair storehouse. You said staircase, did you? Yana, sorry, it's probably Yana. This the sacred storehouse. It's all right. Sacred See its wall like a strand of wool. View its parapet that none could copy. By the way, if you're getting confused, which I'm getting really confused right now, the wording. This is literally just him talking about how mighty the city of Europe Par- is. Parapet basically is like like defense towers, and he's talking about like oh, most big cities back in the day had huge walls because, yeah. You, you can reason why. If you don't have a wall, you a fucking scrub. Yeah, and, and we talked about these. All these cities are warring, so they're definitely like, yeah. they're into walls. <laughs> they're certainly walls. <laughs> Take the stairway of a bygone era. Draw near to Ihana, seat of Ishtar the goddess that no later king could ever copy. Climb Uruk's wall and walk back and forth. Survey its foundations. Examine the brickwork. Where its bricks not fired in an oven... Did the seven sages not lay its foundations? A square mile a city, a square mile date grove, a square mile clay pit, half a square mile the temple of Ishtar. Three square miles and a half is Uruk's expanse. It's a three and a half mile city, that's pretty cool. It's pretty freaking big. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See, see the tablet of cedar, release its clasp of bronze, lift the lid of its secret, pick up the tablet of lapis lazuli, and read out the trap. The travel, uh, the travel it travails. Travails, there my gosh, of Gilgamesh, all oh. that he went through, surpassing all of the kings, heroic in stature, brave scion of Uruk, wild bull on the rampage, going at the fore, he was the vanguard, going at the rear, one his comrades could trust, a mighty bank <laughs> protecting. <laughs> really, there's some slight homoerotic tendencies in this story. <laughs> it's uh, okay. Yeah, just a little bit. From the rear, <laughs> thrusting hard. <laughs> a mighty bank protecting his warriors, a violet flood wave smashing a stone wall. Wild bowl of Lugubanda, Gilgamesh, the perfect in strength. Suckling of the August wild cow, the goddess Ninsun. Mm. Gilgamesh, the tall, magnificent, and terrible, who opened passes in the mountains, who dug wells on the slopes of the uplands. And cross the ocean, the wild sea to the sunrise. This is he's talking about good, how awesome Gilgamesh yeah, was. Yeah, no, they, they spend like about a good three... Who scorned the world ever searching for life <laughs> and reached through sheer force Utnapishim the distant? Who restored the courts, the cult centers destroyed by the deluge and set in place for the people the rights of the cosmos? Who was there can rival his kingly standing and say like Gilgamesh, it is I am the king? Gilgamesh was his name from the day he was born. Two-thirds of him God, one-third human. Oh, you fucking speckle or something. It was the Lady of the Gods drew from the form of his figure, while his build was perfected by divine Nudamud. A triple cubit was his foot, half a rod his leg. Six cubits was his stride, so you can pretty walk pretty fucking so, far. Broski, what's a cubit? Uh, I think it's a measure of distance. <laughs> no, okay. Cubit's the front part of his dot dot dot. I'd imagine that would be like a fucking like inch or something like that. Cubit's the front part of his, and I don't say it. I wonder if they're talking about his dick. <laughs> I, you know what? You, I bet they do. And I, he is uncut. <laughs> Ew. His cheeks were bearded like those of the hair of his head grew thicker as barley. When he grew tall, his beauty was consummate. By earthly standards, he was most handsome. 
In a rook, the sheepfold, he walks back and forth like a wild bull lording it, head held aloft. He has no equal when his weapons are brandished. His companions are kept on their feet by his contests. The young man of Uruk he harries without warrant. Gilgamesh lets no son go free to his father. By day and night, by day and by night, his tyranny grows harsher. Gilgamesh, the guide of the teeming people. God, he sounds like a dick. Yeah, this is this is where it starts shifting. This guy is so fucking strong, but he, God, is he an asshole? I said he's an asshole. Bo, your daughter's gonna get married. Let me lay some pipe for. I didn't get to that. It's coming. And just and in general. And he who is shepherd of Uruk the sheepfold, but Gilgamesh lets no daughter go free to her mother. The woman voiced their troubles to the goddesses. They brought their complaint before. What them. does that mean? Will not let them go to her mother. That I don't know hey, what that it, means. It, it, it's clarified here. Okay. Through though powerful, preeminent, expert, and mighty, Gilgamesh lets no girl go free to her bridegroom. The warrior's daughter, the young man's bride, to their complaint, the goddesses paid heed. So essentially, he's sleeping with people's brides before they get to sleep with the bride. So it's like, oh, you got married. Oh, that's cool. Well, uh. Me and, your, me and your new wife are going to go chill for a while. I'll, uh, bring, her, I'll bring her back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really fucked up. We really don't have to explain how fucked up that is. Anyway, olden times. <laughs> the gods of heaven, the lords of initiative. To the god Anu they spoke. A savage wild bull have you bred in a rook the sheepfold. He has no equal when his weapons are brandished. His companions are kept on their feet by his contest. Here comes the... Here comes the okay. repetition again. The young man of Rook, he harries without warrants. Gilgamesh lets no son go free to his father. And by day and by night, his tyranny grows harsher. Yet he is the shepherd of a Rook, the sheepfold Gilgamesh, the guide of the teeming people. Though he is their shepherd and their protector, powerful, preeminent, expert, and mighty, Gilgamesh lets no girl go free to her bridegroom. The warrior's daughter, the, the young man's bride, to the complaint the god Anu paid heed. The stanza which gives Anu's... Uh, sorry, this is some explanation here. The stanza which gives Anu's reaction has been drafted in the latest edition of the epic, but by good fortune, it is preserved as a short extract from an older version of the text, which was written by a student scribe on an exercise tablet found in the city of Newport. So this is the god Anu's response, I believe. Let them summon Aruru, the great one. She is... It was created them, mankind so numerous. Let her create the equal of Gilgamesh, one mighty in strength, and let him vie with him so Rook may be rested. The rest of the tablet one resumes. They summon Aruru, the great one. You, Aruru, created mankind. Now fashion what Anu has thought of. Let him match it by the storm of his heart. Let them vie with one, with each other so the Rook may be rested. The goddess Aruru heard these words. What Anu had thought of she fashioned within her. The goddess Aruru, she washed her hands, took a pinch of clay, threw it in down in the wild. In the wild, she created Enkidu, a hero, offspring of silence, knit strong by Ninurta. All his body is matted with hair. He bears long tresses like those of woman. The hair the hair of his head grows quickly at, thickly as barley. He knows not a people, nor even a country. Coated in hair like the god of the animals, with the gazelles he grazes and on grasses. Joining the throng of the game on the water hole, his heart delighting with the beasts in the water. A hunter, a trapper man, did come upon him by the water hole. One day a second, and then a third, he came upon him by the water hole. When the, water, when the hunter saw him, his expression froze. But he thought with his, hat, with his herds, he, but he, with his herds, he went back to his lair. Uh, so just a quick, just a quick uh, explanation here. So now at this point... Basically, that they've been complaining to 
to Anu, you know, the creator god, saying, okay, Gilgamesh is doing all this awful shit, what are you going to do about it? And he's like, ah, I'm going to just talk to Ruru that she... She created all this. Uh, it's like basically can... like, let me talk to my general manager, and my general manager talk to the store manager. <laughs> Essentially, uh, let me pass the buck on this one. Yeah, Ruru, you can do this. And she creates them with clay and spit. And then she creates. And she creates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna be Anki do with clay and spit? I know. She's like, oh yeah, you're a thing. And then huh? she's just like, oh yeah, let's just let him roam free. Like, yeah, fuck, you like missed a, the fucking. He's market. just a wild beast at this point. Uh, the Out hunt- there, fucking. Whatever. And now you have a hunter stadium, and he's obviously a little concerned. <laughs> <laughs> <The> hunter- Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> are, are you the hunter, Jake? Or yeah, right? I am. Okay. But you got some lines coming up there. Yeah, I do. The hunter was troubled, subdued, and silent. His mood was dependent. His features despondent. Gloomy. Despondent. <laughs> his features gloomy. <laughs> his heart pit was sorrow. His face resembled one come from afar. The hunter opened his mouth to speak, saying to his father. My father, there was a man came by the water hole, mightiest in the land. Strength he possesses. His strength is as mighty as a rock. God damn! From the sky. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway, <laughs> over to hell. Fuck me. <laughs> By the way, I'll, I'll be your father. I was father. Over to hell. He roams all day. Always with the herd. He grazes on the grass. He always distracts your fan by the water hole. I'm afraid to not dare not approach you, son bitch. <laughs> You got more. <laughs> he fills in the pits that I myself dig. God damn it, he pulls up the snares that I lay. Sits free from my grasp off the base of the field. Motherfucker, it is my Second Amendment right to snare. <laughs> You're taking some editorial lines here. I like yeah. it, though. I like it. <laughs> Stops me from doing the work of the wilds. His father opened his mouth saying to the hunter, My son, goddammit, in the city of the world, go, go seek out Gilgamesh. In his presence, his strength is as mighty as a rock from the yes, sky. Paul. Take the road I set your face toward a rook. Do not rely on the strength of a man. Go, my fucking son, and fetch out the harlot. Her lure is a match for even the mighty. You bring that sky's way down here, it'll show them up for <laughs> When the herd comes down to the water hole, you tell her to strip, damn it, and remnant oh, it to her charms. That sounded a little sketchy. <laughs> I was trying to make it sound sketchy. I know that's good. He will see her and she, he will fucking approach her. And I, I tell you, he's going to put his sperm in her. <laughs> he says his herd will <laughs> I, I know. I <laughs> his herd will I read that later. Her. The fuck? So he grew up amongst it. Playing heed to the advice of his father, the hunter went on. Set out on the journey, he took the road, set his face toward a rook. Before Gilgamesh the king, he spoke these words. There was a man came by the water. Oh, fuck, I gotta repeat this again. Mightiest in the land, strength he possesses. His strength is as mighty as a rock from the fucking sky. I saw that rock, and they're coming over here trying to just take up our cash experiment on us. <laughs> I swear to God, it looks like a booger with legs. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Over to him, he roams all day. Fucking ain't got no job. Taking away okay, my dirt. Right, right. uh, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> Always with the herd, he grazes on grasses. Always his tracks are found by the water. <laughs> Can't fucking do it. Yeah, I'm afraid and I dare not approach him. <laughs> he fills in the pits that I myself dig. He pulls up the snares that I lay. Odds are a bomber sent him. <laughs> he sets free from my grasp at the base of the field, and he stops me from doing the work of the world. 
said Gilgamesh to him, the hunter. Go, hunter! Stop! Take with Shabbat the harlot. When the harlot comes down to the waterhole, she should strip off her remnant to reveal her forms. We will see her and will approach her. His heart will spurn her, then he will grow up amongst it. Off with the off went the hunter, taking Shamat the harlot. They set out on the road. They started the journey. On the third day, they came to their destination. Hunter and harlot sat down there to wait. One day and a second, they waited by the water hole. And then the third day came to drink the water. The game arrived. Their hearts delighting in water, and thank you also, born in the uplands. Oh, comment quick before we get to this. Yeah, it's about to get weird. Uh... You're Enkidu and you're Ish- uh, No, I'm Shamat. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be weird. All right. Get ready to get plowed. <laughs> with the gazelles, he grazed on grasses, joined the throng with the game at the water hole. His heart delighting with the beasts in the water, then Shamat saw him, the child of nature, the savage man with the midst of the wild. Oh, shit. That is me. This is Hey Shamat. Uncradle your... <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Uncradle your bosom and bear your sex. Your neighbors are going to love us. Let him take in your germs. You know, look at your women business. <laughs> Do not recoil, but take in his scent. Smells a little bit like musky beer. <laughs> he will see you and will approach you. Spread your clothing so he... Oh, my God. So he may lie on you. Do for the man the work of a woman. <laughs> that sounds exactly like what that's meant for. <laughs> Let his passion caress and embrace you. God, this is getting weird. His herd will spurn him, though he grew up amongst it to be like the fuck. <laughs> Shemot unfastened the cloth of her loins. She bared her sex, and he took it in her charm. Damn right you did. She did not recall. <laughs> Shut up. You're making this really weird. <laughs> it's already weird. Yeah, it's only weirder if you say shit like that. <laughs> she did not recoil. She took in his scent. She spread her clothing, and she lay upon her. She did for the man the work of a woman. His passion caressed and embraced her. For six days and seven nights, Enkidu was erect. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn. Shemat. Oh, dear. Uh, it took too much extra. Too much extents. Give that fucking woman too a mu- break. Too much extents. Yeah, I know, but you can go all night, right? What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore you said that. Yeah. No, no, it's there. It's mm. on the recording When now. with her delights he was fully sated, he turned his gaze to the herd. The gazelles now saw Enkidu, they started to run. The beasts of the field shied away from his presence. Enkidu had defiled his body so pure, his legs stood still, though his herd was not in motion. Enkidu was in motion. Was in motion. Enkidu was weakened and could not run it as before, but now he had reason and wide understanding. Well, I'll just speak for all guys that oftentimes that happens when you go for fucking six days and seven nights. Yeah, your <laughs> legs don't work, unfortunately. <laughs> He came back and sat at the foot of the harlot, <laughs> watching the harlot, observing her features. Then to the harlot's words, he listened intently as Shamat talked to him to Enkidu. <clears throat> you are handsome, Enkidu. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, are just, <laughs> you, are, you are just like God. <laughs> what wow, is this accent? Why, why, <laughs> I can't do it when you keep talking. Why with the beast do you wander the wild? Come, I will take you to Uruk, the sheepfold to the secret temple, home of Anu and Ishtar. <laughs> Alright, shout out to the fact that she's just like a sister to the fucking hunter. This whole family's kin is a little straight lace. <laughs> Where Gilgamesh is perfect in strength, like a wild bull lording over the man folk. So she spoke to him in her word. 
So she spoke to him in a word found favor. But he now, by instinct, I don't know how the hell that would grow favor. He should seek a friend. Yeah, go find a friend, man. Let's go. Go. I, you can't be Say living in my basement. Say thank you to her, the harlot. Come, Shemat. Let's take me along. Oh, fuck. Come, Shemat. Take me along, bruh. To the sacred temple, Holly Home. A new in Ishtar and White Castle, bruh. Where Gilgamesh is perfect in strength, where he smashes the puss like a wild bull lording over the menfolk. God, he's turning southern again. I gotta not do that. I will challenge him for my strength, bro. For it is mighty. And I will vaunt myself in a rook, saying, I am the mightiest bitch. There I shall change the way things are ordered. One born wild is mighty, strength he possesses. Schmatt, oh fuck. <laughs> Let the people see your face. That exists, I know. Are indeed. you becoming Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> Let the people see your Lincoln. <laughs> go, I, go, I can do. To a road the sheepfold where young men are grit with wastelands. <laughs> wastelands? <laughs> Every day in a road there is a festival. <laughs> the drums wrap out the beat, and there are harlots most commonly a figure, but not like my vajayjay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I did not have sex. Grace with charm and full delights. Oh my god. <laughs> Even the age they rouse from their beds. Oh, wanky Oh dude. dear. As yet so ignorant of life. I will show you Gilgamesh a man happy and carefree. Look at him, regard his features. <laughs> regard his features, my goodness. He's fair in manhood, dignified in bearing, graced with charm and at whole person. He has a strength more mighty than yours. On sleeping, you see day by night, and my god, does he fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord, I'm getting the vapors oh, now. Oh, wake you, you cast aside your, your sinful thoughts. What? Gilgamesh is a. Is, it's, it is whom divine Shemash loves. The gods Anu on Lillian here have, have broadened his wisdom. Before you even come from the uplands, Gilgamesh and Aruk was seeing you in dreams. Gilgamesh rose too late from dreams, saying to his mother, Oh, mother, this is a dream I had in the night. Why is my bed wet? Oh, wait, okay, so oh. this is, uh, this is, uh, this is Gilgamesh's voice. Mother, this is a dream I had in the night. Oh, God. The stars of the heavens appeared above me. Like a rock from the sky, one fell down before me. I lifted it up, but way too much for me. I tried to roll it off, but I could not just watch it. <laughs> now we're definitely getting sued by Disney. There you go. Disney um, just, like, drops in fucking SWAT team style and just shoots you. The land rock was standing around it all. Yeah. The land was gathered about it. A crowd was milling about before it. The men folk were throwing it around it. Like a babe in arms, they were kissing its feet. Like a wife, I loved it, embraced it, and caressed it. I stuck his dick in it. I lifted it up, set it down at your feet. And you, oh mother, you made it my, it my equal. All right. The mother of Gilgamesh was clever and wise. Well-versed in everything, she said to her son. Wild Cow Ninsen was, was clever and wise. Well-versed in everything, she said to Gilgamesh. Are you Ninsen or am I Ninsen? Uh, I think it's... No, I am. The stars of heaven appeared above you. Is this right? <laughs> this is good. Okay. Good. Like a rock from the sky, one fell down before you. You lifted it up, but it weighed too much for you. 
You tried to roll it, but you couldn't dislodge it. This is, oh, this is, dang, my son can't fucking dislodge a rock from the sky. This is fucking perfect. <laughs> oh, God. You lifted it up and set it down at my feet, and I, Ninsa, and I made it equal, and I put it on the fridge. <laughs> like a wife you loved, caressed and embraced it, but you didn't marry it. So who am I supposed to get grandkids now? A mighty comrade will come to you and will be your friends. You know, it's hold up now. Hold up there. And will be... Fuck me. I can't read this. And be his friend savior. <laughs> Mightiest in the land. Strength he possesses. His strength is as mighty as a rock from the sky. Why did I say it again? Like a wife you'll love, caress and embrace him. Oh, you start going that direction now. <laughs> He will be. I'm not saying that's wrong. No, it's just This, this <laughs> old hilarious. Brooklyn grandmother. He will be mighty and often will save you because you clearly can't, you know, work for yourself, Harold. <laughs> Having a second dream. Oh, hold up now. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Oh, wait, no, no, it's me. It's me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Having had a second dream, he rose and entered before the goddess, his mother, said Gilgamesh to Herod to his mother, Once more, mother, I have had a dream. And a straight over rock the town square, huh? Wow, that's a long ass thing. An axe was laying with a crowd gathered round. The land of a rock was standing around it. The country was gathered about it. A crowd was milling before it. The men folk were thronging around it. I lifted it up and set it down at your feet. Like a wife, I loved it, caressed it, and embraced it. Oh! <laughs> and you, oh mother, made it Is that the sound he makes when he does that? <laughs> The mother of Gilgamesh was clever and wise. The mother of Gilgamesh was clever and wise. Nice. Well versed in everything, she said to her son. Wild Kalnusa was clever and wise. Well versed in everything, she said to Gilgamesh. My son, the axe you saw is a friend. Like a wife you'll love, caress and embrace him. Just come out of the closet, it doesn't matter. How many men do you know? <laughs> and I, Ninson, you used to be good at place. That's all I can say. And I, Ninson, shall make him your equal. A mighty comrade. Fuck me. Like, will come to you and you be his friend, savior. Mightiest in the land, strength he possesses. Right. Sorry. This is not meant to, like, knock any Jewish listeners. Sorry. His strength is I, I as mighty as... Guy, like, you can... spit on me. <laughs> Trying to create something is my spittle. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately, that's me, asshole. <laughs> that's right. I can't do that. <laughs> Keep going. I'm sorry. Anyway. Fuck, I lost my spot. <laughs> A mighty comrade will come to you and his, be his friend, savior. Mightiest in the land. Strength he possesses. His strength is as mighty as a rock from the sky. Who is this rock? Why does he keep saying this? Said Gilgamesh to his mother. May it befall me, O the mother, by counselor and loyal's command. Let me acquire a friend to counsel me, all. A friend to counsel me I will acquire. Wow, I love the way they just repeat the sentence. So did after Gilgamesh see his dreams. After Shaman had told Enkidu the dreams of Gilgamesh, the two of them <laughs> together began making love. What? Ah, uh, now we're on tap. Oh, Shaman! I thought it was his mother and him. No, I missed no, that. No. Like, whoa! Enkidu and Shaman. Good. The harlot. Good. The turning of Enkidu! The taming, yeah. sorry, the taming of Enkidu! Alright, well, fucking 6 out of 10 on the reading. Right? Yeah, well, I'm trying. The prostitute takes Enkidu to a shepherd's camp Not where hard he enough. is instructed in the ways of men and becomes the shepherd's watchman. A passing stranger tells him how an Uruk Gilgamesh exercises Drote de Segur. de Segur. Okay, well, at weddings, basically, he fucks the... the, the yeah, bride. he gets the first go of the yeah. woman, and then the, the, bride, it's, it's the like, bridegroom gets sloppy seconds. 
Yeah, he's, he walks in and he's like, that's mine first, Mine. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Mine, huh? He's like every douchebag who said first in the comments in YouTube from 2008 He's to every like douchebag that sees a woman and is like, dibs! <laughs> dibs! We kill you! We kill you! like that to everybody in the city. Oh, fuck. I no, called Tim the seconds! I called Tim and said, all the women's alcohol! That's no, right? Oh, that's what he did. It's awful, but yeah. Thank you, dude. Shocked by his. That's why I'm using that voice for Gilgamesh because he's a bitch and he deserves to be this <laughs> one. All right, well, just keep pissing Disney off. It's fine. Thank you, Shocked by the free practice, enters the rook and interrupts the proceedings. Gilgamesh and Enkidu fight until Enkidu accepts Gilgamesh's supremacy. We were right, full pair. naked bear lock. Upon <laughs> the pair become firm Take some! They become firm friends and search the blood. <laughs> this is like a really Gilgamesh weird. Gilgamesh proposes an ex. Why can't I quit you? A cedar. <laughs> ignoring, <laughs> ignoring Akihu's warning of the dangers, they kit themselves out with weapons. Gilgamesh announces his plans to assemble of Rook. The elders try to dissuade him. Akihu was sitting before her. A lacuna fell of uh, blah blah blah. Shut up. While the two of them together while, when making love, this is Ankidu and Shaman, he forgot the wild one uh, was born uh, for seven uh, days sorry. and seven nights this time. Ankidu was erecting coupled with Shema. Oh dear. The harlot opened her mouth saying to Ankidu, <clears throat> Oh, this is right, this is me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As I look at you, Ankidu, you are like a god. Why the beast do you wander the wild? Come, I will lead you to the Uruk town square, to the sacred temple, the home of Anu. Ankidu will rise, let me take you to the temple of Iana, the home of Anu. You got real into that. Let me take you! Where, where men are engaged in labors of skill. You too, like a man, will find a place for yourself. Dude, there's a dude. It's just a chick. No, it's a it's it's a guy with a six o'clock shadow dressed in a red dress that you can clearly see his junk. And he's like, let me take you, boy! His words, he heard her. His words, he heard her. words, he heard her speech found favor. The council of women struck home in his heart. She stripped and clothed him in part of her garment. The other part she put on herself. The text of tablet two resumes. That's right. By the hand she took him like a god. She led him to the shepherd's camp, the site of the sheep, the sheepin. Yeah, the sheepin. Sheep pen. <laughs> I prefer to say sheepin. Fun, go ahead. The band of shepherds was gathered around him. Go talk, sheepin. Talking about him around themselves. So this fellow, how like it... Oh, sorry. Oh, this, oh, this is shepherds. I'll just do this. Yeah, I do shepherds. This is just a minor character. This fellow, how like it is he built a Gilgamesh? Tall in stature, proud as a battlement. For sure, it's thank you to oh, born the uplands. His strength is mighty as a rock from the sky. His strength is right as a rock from the sky. Brethren set before him, ale they set before said they, they set before him. Ankidu are not the bread, but what a scots. Mm. I love that word. How to eat bread, Ankidu knew not. How to eat Dirty how to drink ale he, he had never been shown. The harlot opened her mouth saying to Ankidu, eat the bread, Ankidu. Essential to life. Drink the ale, the light of the land. Okay. <laughs> I love how awkward that makes you. Thank you, ate the bread and tell you. He's just there, like, you just need to tell me. You don't need to fucking narrate it. Eat! Slam it in your mouth! I'm trying to make him, like, 
Stick the sausage in your mouth. It's like a, the voice of me is like a mix. It's like a mix of Matthew McConaughey and like Southern. Yo, Gatsby. And like Southern gentleman. Southern well, gentleman. He's, he's taking his words with a slight dash him. of Bill Clinton. Pretty much. Anthony ate the bread until he was sated. He drank the ale full seven goblets. His mood became free. He started to sing. His heart grew merry. His face lit up. He's drunk. The barber groomed his body. So hairy, anointed with oil, he turned into a man. He put on a garment, became like a warrior. He put his, he took up his weapon to battle with lions. Wow, that fucking went from zero to sixty. Well, well, yep. you're drinking. Okay, this is basically like saying, like, <laughs> like a drunk guy goes out the bar and goes, "Whoa, I'm gonna go running." Like, that's basically what that when is. When at night the shepherds lay sleeping, he struck down wolves. He chased off lions. Sleeping lay the senior shepherds. Their shepherd boy, Enkidu, a man wide awake. A man. A certain fellow had been invited to a wedding to rook the sheepfold. He, he was going for the banquet. Enkidu was having his pleasure with pleasure with Shemad. That was nice. He's fucking again. Shemad. He, yeah, of course he is. <laughs> he lifted his eyes, caught sight of the bed, and thus he spoke to the harlot. Shemad, bring the man over, brah. Why he came here? Let me learn his reason. <laughs> the har- oh, hold up, that's you. <laughs> the harlot hailed the man, went up to him, spoke to him. Where do you hurry to, fellow? Don't you like what? this, Bagoo? <laughs> what is your why, What is your journey so toilsome? You were having a good time. <laughs> the fellow. We're all having a good time, the and fellow, one asshole. The fellow opened his mouth. Wait, no, that was supposed to be you saying that. Fuck, sorry. Okay, well that's fine. Anki, you said that shit to this this random shepherd guy who's going to the wedding. The fellow opened his mouth, saying, "Anki, you, I'll do this." Okay. I was invited to a wedding banquet. It is the lot of the people to contract a marriage. I shall load the ceremony table with tempting food for the wedding feast. For the king of Rook, the town square, the veil will be parted by for the one who picks first. For Gilgamesh, the king of Rook, the town square, the veil will be parted for the one who picks first. He will couple the wife to be, he first of all, the bridegroom <clears throat> after. By divine consent, it is so ordained. When his novel, when his navel cord was cut <clears throat> for him, she was destined. What? Basically, he's gonna fuck that person. That's right. When I cut off your umbilical cord, that destined you to pound puss. God. We're doing this as an act. This is satire, people. Yeah. We are not like this. <laughs> we are definitely not like this. At the fellow's words, his face paled in anger. Off goes Enkidu with Shemat following. He entered the city of Uruk, the town square. Oh, we're going to meet each other. Give me my shit. Enkidu about to meet up. You better get ready for a naked show. It's going to fucking hilarious for you to the broski voice, and I'm doing fucking Mickey Mouse. <laughs> he entered the city of Uruk, the town square, and a crowd gathered around. He came to a halt in the city of Uruk, the town square, all gathered about. The people discussed him. And build he is the image of Gilgamesh, but shorter in stature and larger in bone. For sure, it is the one who was born in the Umplins. Animal's milk is what he was suckled on. Oh, yeah. And out oh, yeah. regular festivals of sacrifice, young men made merry, set up a champion for the fellow whose features were fair. For Gilgamesh, like a god, was set up a rival. For the goddess of weddings to the bed was laid out. Gilgamesh met with the maiden by night. Forward, Kamankidu, he stood in the street, blocking the path of Gilgamesh. <clears throat> the land of Uruk was standing around him, the land was gathered about him, a crowd was milling about before him, the menfolk were thronging around him. Like a babe in arms, they were kissing his feet, already the fellow, for the goddess of weddings was ready the bed, for Gilgamesh, like a god, was set up a substitute. Enkidu, with his foot, blocked the door of the wedding house, not allowing Gilgamesh to enter. So Enkidu's like, fuck you. You're Can't enter, bro. You're not gonna fucking fuck this girl. You're not gonna fucking fuck her, bro. <laughs> this isn't right. 
They seize each other at the door of the wedding house in the street. They join combat in the square of the land. The, sorry, we're fighting right now. Oh, <laughs> fuck you, bro. <laughs> oh, it hurts, huh? <laughs> I like that. Oh, bro, I'm not gay. Torchan <laughs> shook the walled shutter. In the street, getting much angry, you joined combat in the square of the land. The Georgian shook the wall. Did run, you bitch! You won't. <laughs> Gilgamesh knelt one foot on the ground. His anger subsided. He broke off from the fight, and he broke off from the fight. It said, "Thank you to him, to Gilgamesh." Oh shit! As one unique, your mother bore you, bro. The wild cow of the fold, the goddess Ninsung, high over warriors, you are exalted. <laughs> Be the king of the people, and Lil made it your destiny, dude. <laughs> Why do you desire to do this thing? Anything do you want so much, man? Let me... <laughs> a feat that was never done in the land. Okay. You could bang so many chicks and not be a tool, dude. And after that, the least gay thing happened. They kissed each other and formed a friendship. That's right. Tongue kissed. It's great. The mightiest, <laughs> the mightiest in the land, strength he possesses. His strength is as mighty as a rock from the sky. He's tall. He is tall in, in stature, proud as a battlement. The mother of Gilgamesh opened her mouth to speak, saying to her son, Wild Cow Ninsun. Wild Cow Ninsun opened her mouth to speak, saying to, her, to Gilgamesh, My son in his gate. <laughs> Bitterly you, ellipsis, because I forgot the words. You hold ellipsis, ellipsis in his gate, ellipsis. Bitterly he ellipsis. <laughs> I thought, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Ikenu possesses no kith akin. Shaggy with hair hanging loose. I don't know if this is still me reading. Ellipsis, he was born in the wild and has no brother. That's good. All that's sad. <laughs> Standing there, Enki heard what she said and thinking it over, he sat down weeping. His eyes burned with tears, his arms fell limp, his strength at, uh, at the way. way. There you go. They took hold of each other and they linked their hands like Gilgamesh. To Enki, he spoke a word saying, <clears throat> Why, my friend, did your eyes burn with tears? Your arms fell limp. Your strength ebb away. Said Enki to Gilgamesh. My friend, my heart is aggrieved. <laughs> <laughs> Through sobbing, my legs do tremble. Terror has entered my heart, which is not normal. Gilgamesh opens mouth, saying to Enki, dude. Ferocious, Humbaba, let us slay him, so his power is no more. Wow, that just jumped, like, let's go fucking kill this ancient Let, bitch. Let's go fucking slay this shit, bro. <laughs> God, this is like, we're gonna go down south, meet some demons, pound some puss, and then some winged biscuits in my way. <laughs> uh, okay, this is still me. In the forest of Cedar, where Humbaba dwells, let's frighten him from his lair. Enkidu opened his mouth saying to Gilgamesh. I knew him, my friend in the uplands, dude. He's pretty cool. <laughs> when I roamed here and there with the herd for 60 leagues, don't know what the fuck a league is, the forest is a wilderness, dude. Who is who is there would venture inside it? Question mark. Wait, okay. Humbaba, his voice is the deluge, dude. It's the fucking deluge. His speech is fire, lit fire, just like my fucking mixtape. And his breath is death. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you desire to do this thing? An unwinnable babble, battle fucking gets him off his ambush. And you don't want to ambush your mama, bro. He throws a sick right. Open his mouth saying, I can do. I will climb, my friend, for the sakes. Enkidu opens mouth to speak, saying to Gilgamesh. <laughs> My friend, how can we go to the home of Humbaba? 
Question mark. So to keep safe the cedars... Oh, shit. No, that's you. My bad. <laughs> Is it me? Yeah, that's you. So to keep safe the cedars... So and to we'll... keep safe the cedars, and lo, men in his lot to terrify men. No, I meant his narrator. No. Oh, so oh, fuck. So you're... <laughs> I, this is the problem with this, re- is we're reading this, is there's no, like, like where with the play, we're like, so, so, no, dude, says, this, what? This, this is still you, bro. Oh, oh, oh that's exactly what I'm talking about. All of this is Enlil. Oh, well, shit. So you start with Enlil? No, all of this is, uh, excuse me, all uh, of this is Enki. You start with that is the journey. So to keep the cedars safe, Enlil made it his lot to terrify men. He decided to be a real cock block sometimes. <laughs> God. Mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is a journey we must, not, which must, must, must not, fuck me. <laughs> which must not be made. Like trying to go for a beer run through Utah, dude. It does not work. Fucking Mormons. <laughs> that is, <laughs> you can't drink coffee. <laughs> that is a man who must not be looked on because he's ugly AF right there. Oh, bruh. <laughs> bruh. He who guards the fortress of cedar, his reach is wide. Whom Baba... His voice is the deluge. His speech is fire, bro. Fucking lit. His breath is death. That's also mint, but slightly less. <laughs> Here's the forest murmur at 60 leagues distance. Why the fuck is the forest murmuring, dude? Why? <laughs> Who is there would venture into his forest, dude? There's no, there's no chicks around to fucking smash. <laughs> Dodd ranks first and Humbaba second. Don't know who Dodd is, but his dad's a pussy. <laughs> is this still me? <laughs> who is there would oppose him amongst the, among the Agigi? <laughs> His names are so fucking... I love just, it. I love it's it. great, but they're like made up. It's, it's just so fucking weird. <laughs> All of a sudden, did I fucking trigger you there? No, you get... You get they're so made up. Dude, finish the second time again. I want to talk. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you, so to keep safe the cedars. So to keep safe the cedars, Enlil made it his lot to terrify men. If you penetrate his force, <laughs> <laughs> penetrate it deep. <laughs> Make sure you pull out. <laughs> you are seized by the tremors. That actually is a sex reference. Oh, I can't God. imagine. Can you mention his mouth to speak? Say to thank you. Why, my friend, you speak like a weakling? Fuck you, bro! With your spineless words, you make me fucking dependent! <laughs> God damn it, you! As for men, his you days are de- numbered. Whatever he may do, it is but wind. Exist not for me. You were born and grew up in the wild, you fucking bitch. Sure, Even wow. lions were afraid of you. You experienced all. Grown men fled the fuck away, and your heart is tired and fucking tested in combat. Tried. Friend, tried and tested in combat. Oh, I don't give a shit. Call my friend. You need to give a fuck. Let us hide to the forge. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. What but there's a fucking difference between tired and tried. Presence. They took each other by the they took each other by the head and, and hide to the forge. That's right. And they we're, skipped all the way there. Where the Smiths were sitting in Will Smith and Jane, Jane Oh, Pinkett I was thinking Smith. the band the Smiths. But I was thinking right. Will Smith, Jada Pinkett, and Jane <laughs> who were spinning in consultation. <laughs> Great hatchets they cast and asses weighing three talents apiece. Great daggers they cast, two Aha! talents apiece with the blades, one half a talent, the crest of their handles. Handles! Half a talent Aha! apiece, the daggers, gold mountings. Gilgamesh and Enki born ten talents each. He bolted the seven fold gates of a rook. He can convene the assembly. The crowd gathered around in the street of Rook, the town square. Gilgamesh, she... Sorry, himself in the throne, 
Just want to stop for a second. He's still being a douchebag because he just decided to lock the town down to have a fucking meeting about, like, a, a bro's go to beat this yeah, fucker up. Yeah, it's like a party, bro. That's right, Greg. I'm sorry you're currently trying to get in to feed your family, bro, but you can't come in because we're about to go beat this fucking thing. <laughs> in the street of a rook, the town square, the crowd was sitting before him, thus giving this spoke to the elders of rook, the town square. Hear me, oh elders of a rook, the town square. I would tread the path to, to, to the ferocious humbubble. I would see the god of Womenta, uh-huh, whose name the lands do constantly repeat. I will conquer him in the forest of fucking cedar. Let the land learn a rook's offshoot is mighty. What does that Let mean? me start, I will cut down the cedar. I will establish forever a name eternal. I will fucking deforest this bitch. Then Gilgamesh spoke to the young men of the sheepfold. Hear me, oh young men of the rook, the sheepfold. Oh men of the rook, who understand combat. Bold as I am, I shall tread the distant path to the home of Umbaba. I shall face a battle I know not. I shall ride a road I know not. Give me your blessing as I go on this journey, so I may see again your faces in safety and return glad at heart through Rook's Gate. Oh, Mom, on my return, I will celebrate New Year twice over. I will celebrate the festival twice a year. Let the festival take place. The merriment begin. Let the drums resound before Wild Cow Ninson. <clears throat> Ankidu offered counsel to the elders, or to the elders and the young men of Rook who understood combat. I like you said basically in Talisies understood combat. <laughs> Tell them not to go. Fuck me. Tell him to not to go in the forest of cedar, bro. Don't let him do that. Don't let him fucking walk. <laughs> that is a journey which must not be made, dude. You need to be a bro on this. <laughs> All right, dude. All right. <laughs> this is that is a man who must not be looked on. He who guards the forest of cedar, his reach is wide. <laughs> oh, God. This Humbaba... I don't know what you were getting out of that. Uh, I, just, I don't know. This Humbaba, his voice is the deluge, dude. His speech is fire. His breath is death. He hears the forest murmur at 60 leagues distance. I'm starting to become like fucking uh, the dude. I'm starting to become John Wick. <laughs> I love Let it. me count a Reeves. Keanu Reeves, bro. This is basically what this is. And I'm, and I'm Mickey Mouse. And, and Keanu Reeves is going to kick the door and shoot us both. Like, bro, I don't I love sound that, like I that. love the fact that it's basically Keanu Reeves and Mickey Mouse going <laughs> fucking adventures together. That would be That's what we've made this into. That's lit. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Who's there would venture, venture into his forest, bro? A Dodd ranks first and Humbaba second. Again, I don't know why his dad is first. <laughs> Who is there would oppose him amongst the Igigi? <laughs> <laughs> such a, it's such a fucking just throws the note off. So keep safe the cedars. So to keep safe the cedars, bro. <laughs> and Lil made it his lot to terrify men. If you penetrate his forest, you will be you are seized by the tremors. Seniors, <laughs> <laughs> bros. Good counsel they offer Gilgamesh. You are young, Gilgamesh! Born <laughs> along by emotion, all that you talk of you don't understand. This Humbaba is the is the deluge, his speech is fire, his breath is death, he fears the forest murmur at sixty leagues distance. Who is there would venture into his forest? A Dodrick's first, Humbaba second. Whom is there who would oppose him among the Igigi? So to keep <laughs> so to keep safe the seniors and eliminated his lot to terrify men. Gilgamesh heard the words of the senior passes. He looked with a laugh at Enkidu. Now, my friend, how frightened am I? I Fucking am. bitch, I fear of him. Shall I change my mind? <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, Great intonation. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, Tabitha three preparations for the expedition to the forest of Cedar. The elders gave Gilgamesh and Enkidu advice for the journey. The two <clears throat> two heroes visit the goddess Ninsun, who enlists the help of the sun god Shamash and the aid of his wife Aya. Ninsun adopts the orphan Enkidu. Gilgamesh gives instructions for the governing of Rook in his absence. The heroes depart. <clears throat> the elders of Rook, the sheepfold, spoke to Gilgamesh. To Rook's quay, come back to safety. Do not rely, O Gilgamesh, on your strength alone. Look long and hard. Oh, so long and hard. Have a blow you can count on. Oh, God, that sounds so bad. (laughs) Who goes in long and veiny? Who goes in front saves his companion? Who knows the roads protects his friend? Let Enkidu go before you. He knows the journey to the forest of Cedar. He is tested in battle and tried in combat. He shall go on his friend and keep safe his companion. Enkidu shall bring him safe to his wives. 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 Yeah, they probably did play Enkidu. What I love. <laughs> <laughs> to, yeah, anyway. To Enkidu. In your assembly, we place the king in your care. You bring him back and replace him in ours. Gilgamesh opened his mouth to speak, said Enkidu. <clears throat> Come, my friend, let us go to the palace sublime. Oh, I love that, Enter man. the presence of the great queen, Ninsun. Ninsun is clear, clever and wise, well-versed in everything. She will set your feet in steps of good counsel. Taking each hand in hand... No, that's not the voice, that's the narrator. Uh, excuse me. Taking each hand in hand, giving my... Thank God, because that was... Uh, <clears throat> Taking each other in hand, giving my shadeki, he went to the palace sublime, into her presence of the queen, Ninsun. Giving my rose and entered before her. Said Gilgamesh to her, to Ninsun, I shall tread on Ninsun, bold as I am, the distant path to the home of Humbaba. I shall face a battle I know not. I shall ride a road I know not. I beseech you, give me your blessing for my journey. Let me face you again in safety, and return glad at heart through Garuk's gate. On my return, I will celebrate New Year's Eve twice, because I fucking want to. I will celebrate the festival twice. Oh, drop that ball twice. I'm going to get so drunk. Let the festival take place. The merriment begin. Let the drums resound in your presence. While John Ninsun lives in long, mm. they were saddest to work with Gilgamesh for his son. And thank you, dear. Into the bathhouse she went seven times. She bathed herself in water of tamarisk and soapwort. <laughs> she donned a fine dress to adorn her body. She chose a jewel to adorn her breast. Don't look at my tits, all right? I'm your mother. <laughs> Having put on her cap, she donned her tiara, the harlot's the ground. What a weird... That's like if you're listening to a serial killer's, like, last message. The harlots! The ground! Oh, God. She climbed the staircase, went up to the roof, and the roof she set up a uh, a center to smash. Scattering incense, she lifted her arms and appealed to the sun god. Why did you afflict my son Gilgamesh with so restless a spirit? For now, you have touched him. You better not have fucking touched him. And he will tread the distant path to the home of Humbaba, which is actually his neighbor and his deli man. He will face a battle he knows not. Again, we're not trying to be assholes in this one. We have to make this interesting somehow. He will ride a road he knows not. It's probably because he's listening to all of that rock and roll. During the days of his journey there and back, until he reaches the forest of Cedar, until he slays Herocious Humbaba and annihilates from the land the evil thing you abhor. <laughs> Jeez. 
Each day you, when you travel the circuit of the earth, <laughs> may I, the bride, unfearing, remind you, entrust him to the care of the watches of the night at eventide, ellipses. <laughs> you opened, O Shamash, the gates for the herd to go out, for you came forth for the land, <laughs> the up- <laughs> The uplands took shape, and the heavens grew bright. You could have done a better job, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> and the beasts of the wilds, your ruddy glow. What are you ruddying? What does that mean? At the coming forth of your light is gathered the crowd, the divine shit. <laughs> Anunnaki await your brilliance. May I, the bride, unfearing, remind you, entrust him to the care of the watches of the night. Also, Galipsis. <laughs> While Gilgamesh travels to the forest to see you to make sure he brings a sandwich. Let the days be long, let the nights be short. Let his loins be girt. I don't know why you're focusing on his loins right now. Let his stride be sure. <laughs> it's going to turn into John F. Kennedy so fast. <laughs> this is so long, you've got so much words. I, I don't give a fuck, I love this voice. This is amazing. Let him pitch at nightfall a camp for the night. Let nighttime ellipses. May I of the bride unfearing remind you, because you need to be fucking told twice because you don't listen. <laughs> the day Gilgamesh and Enkidu encounter Humbaba, Oshamash rouse against Humbaba, the mighty gale wind, south, west, north, south wind, <laughs> I can't read, <laughs> north wind, east wind, and west wind. Oftentimes I like to say that the east wind is slightly better than the north wind. Blast, counterblast, <laughs> typhoon, hurricane, and tempest, devil wind, frost wind, gale, and tornado. <laughs> Similar in ways, if you talk shit about my cooking, you will fucking die. <laughs> Let rise 13 winds and Humaba's face darken. I don't know why it has to be dark. Why the fuck has it got to be dark? <laughs> No, you don't not look at me. Why has it got to be dark? Racist asshole. <laughs> Let the weapons of Gilgamesh then reach Humbaba. Because clearly he can't throw it himself. You may need to get him close and maybe you may need to poke him. I just, I just, I just picture Shut Gilgamesh, the fuck up. I just picture Gilgamesh in the background like, You done yet, Mom? No. God. <laughs> sorry. Keep How would you say that to your mother? Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> After your very own fires are kindled. Oh, it's so weird. At that time, Oshamash, turn your face to the supplicant. <laughs> your fleet-footed mules shall bear you onwards. A restful seat, a bed for the night shall be what awaits you. The gods, your brothers, shall bring food to delight you. But it can't be as good as what I make. <laughs> a of the bride shall wipe your face dry with the fringe of a garment, which you don't want to do because it's hard to get sweat out of, of lace. Again, why? Oh, hold up. Okay, now I think that's a narrator, that one. Again, while Kaladinsland made her request before Shamash. Oh, Shamash! Will not Gilgamesh ellipses the gods? Why do I have to say it again? Why do I have to tell you twice? <laughs> Will he not share the heavens with you? Will he not share the moon, a scepter, and crown? That's a bit extreme, but all right. Will he not grow wise with air of the ocean below? Mm. 
She doesn't seem like a good girl. <laughs> Will he not rule? <laughs> this is what I've been living for for the last like three years of my life. Will he not rule with her Nina, the black-headed people? Again, why do they have... Okay, why? <laughs> There's know. nothing wrong with being black. I don't know, man. I agree I'm with you. talking shit about it. I agree <laughs> with you, man. I don't know, though. Like I don't know why they wrote that. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Will he not dwell... With, fuck me. <laughs> Nigga shits get... Oh, that sounds really bad. <laughs> Nin shits... Uh, Jesus, it's like actually reading Hebrew. <laughs> In the land of no return. I actually like that water slide. It's good. <laughs> Let me take him, O Shamash. Lest he ellipses. Lest he ellipses in the forest to see the... <laughs> After Wild Count Insulin, good job. Had Shane Shamash, the charge Shamash thus... Wild Kalinson was clever and wise, well-versed in everything the mother of Gilgamesh. She smothered the censor and come down to the roof. She was chilling the roof during this time. She's chilling on the roof. She summoned Nike She's just sitting up there with like a lawn she chair just reading a book. She summoned Nike and declared her will. Okay, is this... Okay, so is this... Again. Is this Shamash? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Shamash again. Oh, because this is his it's, mom. Yeah, it's his mom. Okay, good. I know what she wants to do. <laughs> Oh, mighty Enkidu, you are not sprung from my womb. There's not space enough for the two of you. He did enough damage on the way out. <laughs> but henceforth, your brood will belong to the votaries of Gilgamesh. The priestesses, the Herodules, <laughs> and the women of the temple who are a little loose sometimes, but they're good parties. <laughs> this is starting to turn into Trump, and i got to be very careful. She put the symbols on Enkidu's neck. This is probably the narrator, but because you fucked this up. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> she put the symbols on Enkidu's neck. The priestesses took in the foundling, the foundling of, and the defined doubters brought up the foster. Ah, uh, that's me. Sorry, that's my bad. The priestesses took in the foundling, <laughs> and the divine daughters brought up the foster child. Yeah, I'm, I'm currently having Bush Light because Lucas won't have me have any higher quality beer in his fucking fridge. No, you're going to drink. No, I won't drink that trash. I'm well, drinking it now, but if Paps is up next, it's on deck. No, you're not. Yes, I fucking will. <laughs> Just a dead silence for like 30 seconds. Please go back to the reading, Jake. No. <laughs> Enkidu, whom I love, I take from my son. Enkidu and Brotherhood. <laughs> Enkidu, sorry, she Gilgamesh shall favor them. Also, Ellipses, while you travel together in the forest of Sita, I'm going to remind you to bring a bag lunch. <laughs> Let the days be long and the nights be short, but make sure to put your sunscreen on. You don't want to burn. Let your loins be girt. Let your stride be sure. Oh, Lord. At nightfall, pitch a camp for the night. Let ellipses protect ellipses. <laughs> Gilgamesh ellipses, his, <laughs> his ellipses, to negate a seed ellipses, Enkidu in the chapel ellipses, and Gilgamesh in the chapel of ellipses, Juniper, incense ellipses, members of the ellipses were present ellipses. By the command of Shambash, you will fuck me, this is long. You will attain your desire in the gate of Marduk on the breast of the water. Don't look at the breast, that's impolite. The back ellipses 
in the gate of seed and not ellipses, Gilgamesh ellipses, and Enkidu ellipses. In 20 leagues, you should break bread. Okay. <laughs> After a long lacuna, Gilgamesh gives instructions for the running of the city in his absence. During the days of our journey there and back, until we reach the forest of Cedaroha, until we slay ferocious Humbaba, and, and annihilate from the land of the evil thing Shamash abhors, may you acquire no. The officers must not assemble young men in the street, charge the lawsuit of the weak, seek out while we attain our desire like babes in arms, and plant our weapons in Humbaba's gate. What does that mean? The officers must not assemble young men in the street. <laughs> I don't know. Don't create a police force. Just let shit go. <laughs> the officers will... Excuse me. The officers stood there while wishing him well. Sorry, this is actually the narrator. This is good. Just for that, I'm getting a pass. <laughs> the officers stood there while wishing him well. The young men of Uruk ran behind him in a mob, and the others kissed his feet. To Uruk's quay, come back gross. in safety. Do not rely on Gilgamesh on your strength alone. Long, long, look long and hard, and land a blow, and you can count on who goes in front will save the comrade? Who knows the road shall guard his friend? Let Enkidu go before you. He's expendable. He knows the journey <laughs> to the forest. Fuck you too, dude. He is tested in battle and tried in combat. Though the mountain passes, he often has journeyed. He, he shall guard his friend and keep safe his companion. Enkidu shall bring him safe home to his wife. Bro, it sounds like I'm carrying all the weight for your lazy ass. <laughs> to Enkidu, in our assembly we place the king in your care. Oh, sorry. To, in our assembly we place the king in your care. You bring him back and replace him in, in ours. Enkidu opened his mouth to speak saying to Gilgamesh, My friend, turn back. Do not pursue this journey, bro. Enkidu opened his mouth saying to Gilgamesh, Where you've set your mind, begin the journey. Let your heart have no fear, bro. Make sure to ride that wave. Keep your eyes on me the whole time. Don't break eye contact. Even if it gets a little weird. <laughs> In the forest, I knew his lair. And it was fucking dank. And the ways, too, that Humbaba wanders, speak to the crowd and send them home. That's fucking perfect. <laughs> okay. Because I blame the bush. This is still you, bro. Ellipses, they should not go with me. Ellipses to you. Ellipses. The crowd with happy heart. They heard what he said. Ellipses. Young men made a fervent prayer. Oh, hold up. No, uh, my bad. It just kind of ends. Gilgamesh, let me, your God, go before you. May Shamash let you attain your goal. Gilgamesh, let you went forth. Tap it forth. The journey to the Forest of Cedar. Fuck me. They're going to go to stopping at the gas station on the Forest of Cedar. <laughs> Fuck, Fisty Swan. We haven't gotten to the Forest of Cedar yet, but we're getting there. Every three days in the course of the journey, Gilgamesh and Enkidu pitch camp on a hillside and conduct a ritual to provoke a dream. Each time Gilgamesh So they basically from, just smoke weed and just have a fucking moment. They do that at peyote or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they just do peyote. Again, we're not endorsing drug use. We just want to make that clear. Okay. Hey, but you, you do you. If you decide to do drugs, that's not on us. That's all I'm saying. This is America. That's all I'm saying. We're not. Don't get some we're not. We're not judging you if you do drugs. We're just saying we're not endorsing it. But I'm also judging you secretly. <laughs> oh God. I'm judging you. Each Luke time Gilga yeah, okay. Each time Gilgamesh wakes with a nightmare, but in Enkidu reassures him that his dream is favorable. After all, after at least five such dreams, the hero is drawn near the forest of cedar. That's right. More repetitions coming. Shavash advises a speedy attack in order to catch. 
<laughs> unawares the ogre Humbaba, who guards the cellar. Oh, oh God. If it's the ogre, can you do the Shrek voice, or should I? Oh, I'll do it. Okay. At the heroes anxiously try to allow, allow each other's fears, they arrive at the forest. We're going to get to the forest after you get this tablet. At 20 leagues, they broke bread. At 30 leagues, they pitched camp. <laughs> they pitched tent. 15 <laughs> pitched a tent. <laughs> 15 leagues, they traveled to they, the... They tent. roasted s'mores. Oh, this, this is a good tent. Oh, fuck. All right, I wasn't it's going there. They <laughs> had a hard stick to pitch that tent. Oh, God. 50 leagues, they traveled the course of a day. But the third day of March of a month and a half, near they drew to Mount Lebanon. Ooh. Facing the sun, they dug a well. They put fresh water in. Gilgamesh climbed to the top of the mountain. To the hill he poured off out an offering of flour. Oh, mountain, bring me a dream so I see it go It's a flat. waste of flour. It is. They could have made some cookies. And yeah. he made, made for Gilgamesh a house of the dream god. He fixed the door in his doorway. He built a fucking house. <laughs> to oh, keep yeah, he's just pre-assembling this bitch in the middle of the woods. <laughs> he's like fucking like... Any woman that wanders within a 30-mile radius of this dude is going to get pregnant automatically. Oh, I will build a fucking house! In the circle he had drawn, he made him lie down. And falling flat like a net, he lay himself in the doorway. Gilgamesh rested his chin on his knees. Sleep fell upon him that spills over people. In the middle of the night, he reached out to the sleep. And he rose and spoke to his friend. My friend, did you not call me? Why am I waking? Did you not touch me? Why am I sleeping? <laughs> did a god not pass by? Why is, my, why is my flesh frozen numb? My friend, I have had the first dream. And it was a good dream. <laughs> the dream that oh, I had so was an utter confusion in a mountain valley. The mountain fell down off. Then we like... <laughs> oh, the one part of the wild... I got weird feelings right now. And, and he spoke to his friend. Gave him his dream meeting. My friend, your dream is a good omen, dude. But it's a little weird. <laughs> the dream is precious and bodes us well. <laughs> My friend, the mountain you saw could not be Humbaba because it's a fucking mountain, dude. You need to know your fucking geographical shapes. <laughs> <laughs> we shall capture Humbaba. <coughs> Him we shall slay, bro. Just like that puss we're going to slay. Okay. Don't you oh god me, asshole. <laughs> you knew where we were going with this. <laughs> we shall cast down his corpse on the field of battle. And I will pour one out for my homies in the meantime. <laughs> And, and next morning we shall share. We shall see a good sign from the sun god, bro. Sorry, I have to, you weren't done with your pronouns. No, 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 there you go. We're good now. And twenty leagues they broke bed. And bed. <laughs> bed. <laughs> it's making you stupid. And <laughs> they broke bed. PBRs make you stupid. Is that is that pretty much how that South Park episode goes? Oh yeah. At thirty leagues they pitched camp. Fifty leagues they traveled in the course of the day. By the third day in March, a month and a half. Nearest they drew to Mount Lebanon. I'm sorry, I want to just pause for a hot second to talk about the fact that they literally left for a month and a half to fucking fight a monster. And everybody in town's like, how are we going to park? How? What the fuck are we going to do about the taxes? Gilgamesh is like, just deal with it, bitches. I know, basically, he's just a fucking shitty ruler. Of course he is, that's the point. Do you want to move your, I feel like I'm going to hit this and I don't want to stop a recording. Can you move your phone? Oh, sorry. No, you're good. I just don't want to actually hit like the... I just don't want to like tap my screen. You're good. I just, I, yeah, I don't want to pause it. So, anyway... We'll, we'll figure it out. Ah, oh, dude, this beer is just fucking Facing the sun, they dug a well. They put fresh water in. Gilgamesh climbed to the top of the mountain, and to the hill he poured an offering of flour. Oh, mountain, bring me a dream. So I see a good sign. 
And can you make for Gilgamesh? Bring me a dream of the pastries with this flower. And can you make for Gilgamesh in their fucking house? He fixed the door and stairway to keep out the weather. In the circle he had drowned. No, the second house. In the circle he had drowned, he made it. He made him lie down and falling flat. He, uh, he went and lay himself in the doorway. That seems like a really inconsiderate way to sleep. Yeah. Just walk in and fucking trip over his ass. Gilgamesh rested his chin on his knees. Sleep fell upon him. That sleep fell, fell over everybody. That spills over people. In the middle of the night, he reached his sleep's end. He rose and spoke to his friend. My friend, did you not call me? Why have I woke? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking liberties. <laughs> did you not touch Just me? Just like with Disney. Why am I startled? <laughs> did a god not pass so by? startled. Why is my flesh... Why is my flesh frozen numb? Were you kissing why me again? Why does my butt hurt? Were you kissing me again? What the oh, fuck? Why talk, does my butt hurt? We talked about this shit. Why does his butt hurt? We fucking talked about this shit, man. <laughs> my, I didn't know he was fucking rooming with Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any jello. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. All of a sudden, now I think I know my voice for my next character. My friend, I have had the second dream. My second dream surpasses the first. In my dream, my friend, a mountain has threw me down and held me by my feet. The brightness grew more intense. A man appeared, the comeliest of the land, his beauty. Oh, man, was this man hot? <laughs> oh, from beneath the mountain, he pulled me out. He gave me a And chub. he gave me water to drink, and my heart grew calm. In the ground, he set my feet. Uh, okay, before you start this, I just want to say, we're not, like, I'm not trying to, to go with the stereotype, I'm not trying to put the, I'm not trying to play out the stereotype that, like, people put on gay men. Gay men can have a bro voice, too. I just wanted to do Mickey Mouse. many Mouth. gay men have bro voices. Mickey Mouse voices. was just the first voice I thought of. Also, we're not saying he's gay. <laughs> no, we're just, it's funny to imply homoerotic tendencies, that's really... In it, where it's like, it's sort of like, a, it's sort of like satire, where yeah. like, bro... All we do is take our shirts off and we do muscle workouts well, together. There's playing, nothing weird. Because <laughs> at this point we're playing on the hyper-masculinity. I know, that's pretty much what this is. Which yeah. is what the joke is. But anyway, go ahead. Anyway, you need to do your fucking, uh, yeah. And you spoke to him said he gave him a sh- My friend, we shall, ellipses. <laughs> He's different altogether. It's <laughs> like... It's like his hearing is in and out, like a fucking, like you're tuning a radio. My bro! Well, you know what happened is they, they lost some Oh, yeah, no, I know that. I know, yeah. Humbaba is not the mountain. <laughs> Who's the mountain? Who knows? He's different altogether. Like, yeah, the the mountain, like the wrestler? Yeah, the like the fucking, fucking mountain. I guess giant. Anyway. Yeah, like, uh, like uh, Andre the Giant. Oh, God. Hey. I can't do his voice, so we're not going to attempt that. Nah, Humbaba is not the mountain. He is different altogether. Come cast aside your fear, you fucking bitch. Because you fucking sit there, wet your fucking trouser, and... Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> At 20 leagues, they broke bread. At 30 leagues, they pitched camp. <laughs> That's right. He's building houses all up and down this fucking bitch. <laughs> it's just fucking house. He's building a fucking... That's the reason why there's no cedars left on Mount Lebanon. <laughs> fucking cottage industry. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty leagues they traveled in the course of a day. By the third month, day, month, and a half, blah, blah, they drew near to Mount, Mount Lebanon. Actually, it's a slight thing when we learned about this with Sabark. One of the things he told us about was the fact that Lebanon had no cedar trees, and that's how they explained this. They cut it. down trees to create houses, and that's why they had no trees. I love it. 
facing the sun, they dug well, put the fresh water in, gave the Meshkai another fucking mountain. He poured an offering of flour, oh mountain, bring me a dream, so I see a good sign. Make sure it has a hot chicken in it. And he do made for a Gilgamesh another fucking house. He fixed the door and the door to keep the <laughs> You're even around. getting sick of having to repeat and it. And the circle he drawn by made, he laying down some blah, feeling flat lately. He fell asleep in the doorway. Net something something doorway. Gilgamesh rested his chin his knees, he fell asleep. In the middle of the night, he reached his sleep's end, he woke up, he rose and he spoke to his friend. My friend, you did not call me. Why the fuck am I awake? <laughs> why, why am I awakened? Did you not touch me? I swear to God, you can be cello again. I'm not going to fucking eat it, okay? <laughs> That's on him. He keeps eating the jello. He knows the risks in jail. Also, I'm just going to, just a little side we're note. Not we're, not in, light of we're, we're not also making light of rape. We're not endorsing rape, okay? We're not making light of rape either. We're just making fun of Bill Cosby because he's an awful fucking man. He's a fucking... Just but the things he did were awful. That's why we're trying to make fun of him. We're not yeah. endorsing it. We are. Okay. I'm also stealing a sunbelt from you, but I will pay you back. All right. Why am I startled? Did the gods not pass by? Why is my flesh frozen numb? I fucking swear. I, I, I can't handle this. My friend, have I had the third dream? <laughs> Sorry. I have had the third dream. The dream that I had was not out of confusion. Having cried aloud while earth did rumble, they did grow still, darkness came forth, there was a flash of lightning, and fire fucking broke out. The flames flared up, death rained down, and the flames of fire up. Water had fallen, turned into cinders. Cinders. There you go. You were born in the wild. Can we fucking take counsel? I haven't heard <laughs> the This is the guy like, I'm having these dreams and you're fucking not taking me seriously. <laughs> That's what I was going for. I was trying to have him just flip out. He's going to get worse. Wait till the next one. I'll oh, go ahead. How did you with his friend Anthony gave the dream meaning? Say to Gilgamesh. My friend, your dream is a good omen. Fine is, it's message. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, here we go. That sounds like something a stoner would say. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Fine is this message, bruh! What does that mean? I don't know. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you, have more, you have more stuff here, bruh. Yeah. Please don't spell on my work. I was not planning on it, and there's nothing in that okay, can, good, so good, fucking good. chill your good, shit. Good. Anyway. Alright. Text of Tablet 4 becomes available again, because apparently they just made this up midway through. Pretty much. At 20 leagues? Th- no, that's you. Or no, no, hold up. That is me. My bad. We draw, my friend, even ever nearer to the forest. Hey, the dreams are close. I can feel it in my knees. <laughs> She's not an old person, but I suppose it works. Catherine the dreams are <laughs> the dreams are sooner, the battle's soon. Oh my God. I have pain when I cast. <laughs> That's another character. You will see the radiant auras of the gods. I feel like that'd be good for Napishim. You should say that for Napishim. Yeah, we're going to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Humbaba, whom in your thoughts you fear so much, even though you pussied out. <laughs> Locking horns like a bull, you will batter his ass and force his head down with your strength. So that he may suck your dick. No, <laughs> God. The old man you saw in your powerful God is your powerful God. But where is your God now? The one who begot you. Divine. Lugal Bonda. That's Gilgamesh's father, for those who don't remember. Son point. of a bitch! Because this shit's gotten super confusing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at 20 leagues, they broke bread. At 30 leagues, they pitched another camp. 50 they pitched the camp all right. 50 leagues, <laughs> they traveled in the course of the day. They were all uh, sweaty. <laughs> A half of a month and a half near the Jude of Mount Lebanon. Facing the sun, they dug a well. They put some fresh water in, gave him much cloud into the mountain. He made a flower offering. Oh, mountain, bring me a dream. I just see a good sign. <laughs> I gotta take a pause on this. My mental image 
Is him getting sick of this shit? Going up the timeline. Oh god, Johnny! I just throw some black flour into just, the wind. I know they didn't have flour. Like I just, I wanted to like punt a bag of flour. <laughs> <on him. laughs> Yeet! Take this, Trance! <laughs> I want. <laughs> anyway, uh, Anki didn't make another fucking house. This is the fourth one. Holy shit! He fixed the door. He fixed the door. That's a regular fucking estate dealer. He Jesus. put his door in his door and keep out the weather. He fucking yeah. You don't need a fucking in door. Circle, You're traveling yeah. by night. In the sucker. In the sucker. In the circle he had drawn, he made him lie down. Blah blah blah. Falling flat, he laid himself in the doorway. Jody Mesh no. fell asleep, he woke up, his sleep was over in the middle he of the night. He was sleeping face down with pants down around his ankles and his <laughs> ass in the air. <laughs> My friend, what the fuck? <laughs> Did you not call me? Why the fuck am I awake again? This is not fucking funny. Did you not touch me? What the hell? Why am I startled? It almost sounds like he's mad that Did the it? guy is not diddling him. Did it go? Vegas when the drug started to take hold. <laughs> oh, God. It was a vestige with disordered. Its mouth was fire. Its breath was death. There was also a man. He was strange of form. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. And stood there in my tree. <laughs> Where did you go? He bound oh, there you go. <laughs> he bound its wings and took hold of my arm. He cast it down before me upon it. You saw a thunderbird in the sky like, I can't be able to see this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. After a short... This is Enki, dude. This is you. Oh, man. You saw Thunderbird in the sky, bro? That's fucking cool! <laughs> dude, that's fucking awesome. Up it rose like a cloud, sort of. <laughs> like a vape cloud above us, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's just take a hit off that bomb. <laughs> oh, no. It was kind of bro, but not bro. And it's uh, going oh, I, I love it so much. <laughs> it was a blank. It's vision distorted. Like a fucking... God, like a fucking ad lib. <laughs> it was an adjective. <laughs> its mouth was fire, its breath was death. Sorry, it's a noun. You will fear its awesome splendor, bro. You will fear its fucking <laughs> awesome splendor. You better be prepared. It's gonna push your shit in. I shall its foot and let you arise. <laughs> Oh, what does that mean? I don't know, I don't know. The man you saw was mighty Shamash. The text of tablet four resumes, although badly broken. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Fucking strap in, kiddos. It's about to get weird. Oh. Uh, My friend, favorable is your dream, ellipses. Ellipses, this ellipses. Ellipses, whom Baba like. <laughs> ellipses. Ellipses will be kindled ellipses upon him. We shall bring about his ellipses. We shall bind its wings. Ellipses. We shall ellipses. Quotations. Fucking shit up. His ellipses, we shall stand upon him, bro. I feel like those are like all these like fucking swear words. Like I want it to be. We shall fucking kick his ass in, man. I'm gonna fucking stick my foot so far in his ass. Okay, anyway. And next morning, we shall see a good sign from the sun god, bro. He will bring us some dank. All right. Uh, at 20 leagues, they broke bread. There we go. You pitch a tent. You fuck him in the air. 15 leagues, they're traveling. Sorry. 
facing the sun. They dig well. They put fresh water. Gilgamesh climbed to the top of a fucking mountain. To Ili poured an offering of flour. A mountain bring me a dream. So I see a sign. So I see a good sign. Enki didn't make... Punch a bag of flour into the wind. Enki made a fifth house. Take this, you fucking sucker. Enki <laughs> made a fucking fifth house. He fixed the door. Uh, Dude, Enki just doing all the fucking work, and this guy's up here on the top of the mountain. Punching throwing. flower sacks <laughs> on mountain. flour into the wind. <laughs> Singing Kansas I, I just imagine like, the flower sacks like, busting over Enki. He's just like, full of flour. Like, I want it's like house. he's just covered in white when he comes down off the mountain like it's snowed down there. <laughs> and so he made a doorway, just, and there's a circle, and, and Gilgamesh falls asleep in it. Gilgamesh yeah, and Gilgamesh, he's just fucking... So he, he fell upon him. He, he takes the blue pill, and he wakes he up. He wakes up in the middle of the night, he's... <laughs> he sleeps and he rose and spoke to his friend. My friend! <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> My friend! This is fucking ridiculous! <laughs> this is the fifth time this shit has happened! Why am I awake? Did you fucking touch me? Why am I startled? Did a god not pass by? Why does my butthole <clears throat> hurt? <laughs> Why is my flesh frozen again? I mean, this shit is uncanny! It's my uncanny! I have had the fifth dream! <clears throat> my friend, I am in a dream. How ominous it was, how desolate, how unclear. I had taken my whole little bowl, as I do, from the wild. <laughs> Look about As it clove the ground with its bellows, as it usually does. <laughs> as you do. <laughs> the cloud of dust and rays from deep in the sky, and I in front of it, leaned myself forward. Oh, yeah, taking yeah, you did. Taking hold of, he closed my arms. He extricated, extricated me oh, that, my force. That my, sounds really sketchy when we read it out loud. My... He gave me water to drink and from his That sounds like the bull just like decided to give him a naked wrestle, I, I fucked him in the I, ass I, and I, gave him honestly, some water. Honestly, I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> he's got a half chub going and he's confused. <laughs> my, my God, my friend, we are going against. He's not the wild bull. He's different altogether. The wild bull you saw was. That's me, oh, you well, idiot. It doesn't say it switches. Exactly. Go. How do you think I feel? Fucking say it. The God, my friend, we are going against. He's not the wild bull, dude. That's the thing that chick rides down there at Sizzler. <laughs> you can only last like 10 seconds on that thing. It doesn't seem fair. <laughs> the wild bull you saw was Shining Shamash, dude. Shining? Shining. Like this should... Yeah, okay, that's right. He will grasp our hands in time apparel, bro, but no homo. Don't touch me. <laughs> that's fine. Gosh. Please don't, please don't hate us. I'm sorry. It's going to be such a long podcast. It's going to be a long one, and people will be like, are you real? Are you not? We wish to disclose the fact that this is, again, satire, just to let you all know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. The one who gave you water to drink from his skin, that sounds gross, dude, was your god who respects you, divine legal bondage. <laughs> his fucking name. <laughs> we shall join... I don't give a fuck if they're the first civilization in the earth. Y'all need to find a different name for your gods. is <laughs> great. Fucking... Okay, it's good in a funny sense, but if you want to give me... Like, if I want to respect it, it better be like an Egyptian god. Uh, dude, make me King Mugubanda. A god. Said, nobody will take you seriously. Anyway, <laughs> hey, names aside, what is... What is, what is we shall join the forces, dude! And do something unique. A feat that has never been in the land. All of a sudden, for some fucking reason, I decided to go from not telling you to do it to doing it. I'm a bad friend. <laughs> wow, okay. Wow, well, this is you stole five houses and they're almost Gilgamesh. Shit. This is, this is still you. Oh, okay. Why, my friend, do your tears flow, pussy? <laughs> no, oh, offshoot sprung from a root's midst. 
Now Stan and Ellipses Gilgamesh the king. Offshoot sprung from Maruk's midst, which probably means from his dick. <laughs> oh, Just shot. It's a straight shot. Shamash heard what... Okay, no, that's... Shamash heard what uh, he had spoken straight away from the sky, the crown of the voice. Shamash. That's not Gilgamesh's mom. mom. Oh, God. Hurry! Stand against him! Humbaba must not enter his... Or must not enter his forest. He must not go down to the grove. He must not ellipses. Don't know why you're picking on him. He's a nice kid. <laughs> oh, you're just acting like an asshole now. <laughs> he must not wrap himself in his seven cloaks. Christ almighty. <laughs> ellipses. One he is wrapped in. Six he has shed. Well, of course he's shed the other six. It's hot outside. <laughs> <laughs> they ellipses like a fierce wild bull, horns locked. He bellowed once, a bellow full of terror. No, I feel like I'm reading yours. He bellowed now. once, a bellow full of terror. The guardian of the forest was bellowing, whom Baba was thundering with the god of the storm. Along Lacuna. Who gives a fuck about man. that? <laughs> you fuck you, Lacuna. Ankyu opens mouth to speak. Say it again, Mesh. Ellipses have come down. Ellipses. Ellipses, and my arms grow stiff. But not like my cock. <laughs> I feel so. You borderline fucking Nicholas Cage in there. I'm getting there. It's getting there. I love it. I love Is it, it sad that with enough PBR you become Nicholas Cage naturally? <laughs> oh, we figured out the problem. We gotta steal the Declaration of Independence. We gotta steal the Declaration of Independence. How to get burned? <laughs> oh, the bees! The bees! The bees! <laughs> Ow, that's thrashing my uh, voice. Gilgamesh opened his mouth to speak, saying to Ankyu, Why, my friend, do we speak like fucking weaklings? Was it not we who crossed on the fucking mountains? You touching me the entire time? not before us. You fucking molested me, but that's a different story. <laughs> before we withdraw, my friend experienced the combat. Who? Battle. You. And you fear not. Like a dervish in change. Let your oh, you them them's just some fucking fighting words called Let your sound like a kettle drum. Let the stiffness leave your arms. Let your knees. Take my hand, friend, and we shall go on together. Let your thoughts dwell in combat. Forget death and seek life. Be careful, man. Be careful. Let him who goes. First, he go on guard for himself and bring his comrade to safety. It is they made a name for days long in the future. At the distance, the two of them arrived. They, they ceased their talking and came to a halt. Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you started to realize it midway through. Ho, 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 oh, shit. shit. Oh. Tablet 5, the combat with the uh, Maybe I shouldn't keep using the fucking Mickey voice. <laughs> maybe you should give the Mickey voice back. <laughs> Give it back, it's fine. Give can it that back. be Humbaba? <laughs> you know, I can do Ed Miller. You want Ed, I mean, it's up to you, man. Uh, Ed Miller can be you Humbaba. Pick a choice, Shrek or Ed Miller. I feel like uh, I'm taking Ed Miller. Oh, okay, there you go. That'll be more funny. That's funny. They will not know who Ed Miller is, but God bless you if you do. Oh, okay. Uh, just as a segue, this is where part end, part one is going to end. So yeah. shout out to those of you who made it to the end of part one. We thank you. We're going to continue recording our readings, but uh, again, this is where part one of the podcast is going to end, so if you want to keep listening to our reading, go ahead and click on part two. Uh, we'd love it. Uh, we're just, At this point, we're just fucking having a good time with it. Uh, again, this is not a direct translation of the text, so please do not quote it. We, we're taking a lot of liberties. I want to see the one guy who quotes, and, and whom Baba... And no, 
And Gilgamesh says, why the fuck did you touch me, bro? I had another fucking dream. <laughs> and bro, that professor what? will give you an F, and rightly so, because you're a fucking moron. <laughs> anyway, I have to get off this stool. Mm, all right, right. Well, okay, so we're going to move on to chapter five. This is part two now. Welcome if you come and get some snacks on this fucking epic, like, watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> God damn it. This is definitely an epic. Yeah, it's epic. Our voices are going to be done by this. Oh, I hope I'm not going to have a voice. No, you won't. Or your voice will be stuck permanently in Mickey Mouse. Uh, I'm not going to be able to speak high, like, any any high regard. That's what's going to happen. The combat with Hubaba, tablet 5. After admiring the mountains, dense grown with cider, the heroes draw their weapons and creep into the forest. Oh, Humbaba confronts them and accuses Enkidu of treachery. Enkidu urges swift action. Gilgamesh and Humbaba fight, and Shamash sends the 13 winds to blind Humbaba and uh, wins victory that's pretty, for his holy fuck. All right. protege. Humbaba pleads for his life. Enkidu again injures, urges haste. Telling Gilgamesh to kill Mob before the gods find out. Mob curses the Quick, kick his ass before his mom fights out. Who promptly kill him and and begin falling cedar in the secret groves. That's just <clears> a dick move. Don't do that. From his, from one especially magnificent cedar, Enkidu right, white man. vows to make a great door to adorn the temple of the god in Lil. Alright, shut Why up. does Enkidu always making fucking doors? That's okay, his thing. I'm not even going to state the fact that they're like, let's kill this guy who guards the forest and then let's cut down his fucking... It's literally like saying like the bit from uh, Untouchables where it's like, I want to go and find this Elliot Ness, I want to burn his house down and piss on his I kinda, ass. If I could do the voice, I'd, I'd make, honestly, I'd make Humbaba like the Lorax. As... I don't even I know what for the, the trees. I don't even know what the na- like the voice is. Never you on time, but I speak for the trees. I speak for the trees, bitch. <laughs> All right, anyway. Anyway. Uh, they stood there marveling at the forest, so they're looking at the forest now, gazing at the lofty cedars. Apparently, they built enough houses to get to the forest. Yeah, apparently. Uh, they left like a fucking trail. They really just gazing at four centuries. Westward expansion here. Well, it's perfect because they can stay in the houses. They go back. You know? I know. They yeah, they can do totally straight things in the houses when they come back. Gazing <laughs> at the four centuries. Where Humbaba came and went there was a track. <clears throat> the path was straight and the way was well trodden. They saw the mountain of cedar, seat of gods and goddesses throne. On the face of the mountain, the cedar proffered its abundance. Its shade was sweet and full of delight. Thick tangled was the thorn, the forest of the shrouding canopy, cedar, baluka, baluka trees. Yep. Yep. Uh... <laughs> At once the, the dirks and from the scabbards the, the axes the axes were smeared hatchet and dirk in one they stole into Humbaba. Gilgamesh opened his mouth to speak, saying Ankidu. What, my friend? For and will Ankidu opened his mouth to speak, saying Gilgamesh. Assume you can't read. <laughs> Maybe that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Ankidu opened his mouth to speak, saying Gilgamesh. My friend Humbaba ellipses one to one ellipses. Two garments, however, ellipses, even a glasses slope too, climbing can conquer. What the fuck? What <laughs> does know. that even mean? Two ellipses, a three-ply rope is not easily broken. It's good for a kinky <laughs> shit, I'll tell you. Let me, let's go to fucking farming fleet there and get us some How we got here? Oh, that's a voice. That's oh, a voice that's right a there. Voice. Yep. Anyway. Even a mighty lion, two cubs can overcome. What? That, I highly doubt that statement on so many levels. <laughs> oh yeah, a small child can take a fucking charging rhino. I think this is still you here. We have come to the place where a man shouldn't go. We've gone to Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> Let us set our weapons in the gate of Humbaba! <laughs> it just shouts it. 
and Keter declared to okay that's you and Keter declared to his friends a tempest's onslaught is ferocious Himbaba like the god of the storm he will trample us down by the way I've decided I'm not doing Ed Miller but I'm not telling you what I'm doing so do it. it just you, fucking make it a surprise you're gonna love it fine then Ed Miller's <clears throat> open for me uh, Humbaba opened his mouth to speak saying they don't finish let fools take counsel <laughs> With the roots and the brutish, why oh. have you come here into my presence? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Alright, can we get some context for that voice before they're uh, like, wow, y'all are just fucking racist. Uh, Dr. A, man. Dr. Dr. A. A, yep, that is a professor we had, and I love him. Not in a weird way, but in a, like, this man is amazing in so many ways. Come, Anki, to you spot of a fish. Who knew no father? <laughs> Hatching of Tarpon and Turtle. Shout you suck no mother's name. What? In your mouth I watched you, but you I were not. Did you say in your mouth? In mother's mouth. No, it's in your youth, and I heard you say in your mouth I watched you. I don't know. In your youth I watched you. In your you. mouth I put me. But near I were not. Would you have filled my belly? <laughs> now in treachery you bring me Gilgamesh. I'm stand here. I can do like a warlike stranger. I, I will sweep the throat and call it of Gilgamesh. I will feed his flesh to the rogue's blood. Ravening eagle and vulture. Gilgamesh opened his mouth speaking angrily. My friend, whom Baba's features have changed. Oh, though boldly we come up to his ledge to defeat him, yet my heart will not quickly. Angrily opened his mouth to speak, saying to Gilgamesh. Why, my friend, do you speak like a fucking weakling, bro? <laughs> With your spineless words, you make me despondent, bruh. Go out there and fucking bench 60. <laughs> Push a fucking tractor tire. Oh, no. <laughs> Crossfit, it's great. Now, my friend, but one is our task. The copper is already pouring into the mold, bruh. That, that actually sounds like a real... I want to use that for now. <laughs> to stoke the furnace for an hour. Question mark? Because it's not a question. I didn't read it right. To the coals for an hour... To send the deluge is to crack the whip, bitch. <laughs> Don't draw back. Don't make a retreat. Make your blow mighty, bro. <laughs> uh, he smote the ground and faced him lead on. At the heels of their feet, the earth burst asunder. They shattered as they whirled Mount, Mount Siren in Lebanon. Black became the clouds of white. Raining down on them, death like a mist. What does that mean? Uh, fire? The, the mountains were angry. Shamash. <laughs> that's a good way to think about it. No, the mountains are angry. Shamash raised against Hubaba the mighty gale wind, south wind, north wind, east wind, west wind. Blast, counterblast, typhoon, hurricane, and temp tempest, devil wind, frost wind, gale, and tornado. The, there rose thirteen winds in the face of Humbaba darkened. He could not change forward, charge forwards. He could not kick backwards. The weapons of Gilgamesh then reached Humbaba, and a plea for his life sent Humbaba to Gilgamesh. <clears throat> you are so young, Gilgamesh! Your mother just bore you! Oh! But indeed, you are the offspring of wild counting son! That sounds like a great nickname. But Shamash's command, the mountains you flattened! All offshoots sprung from Uruk's mist, Gilgamesh the king! Gilgamesh, a dead man, cannot alive his lord! Spare my life, O Gilgamesh! Let me dwell here for you in the forest of Cedar. Let trees, as you may command, I will guard your, your mural. Your myrtle. Timber to the pride of your palace. And he opened his mouth to speak, saying to Gilgamesh, Do not listen to his shit, my friend. 
To Humbaba's words, ignore his supplication, bro. Humbaba <laughs> opens mouth to speak. Send Anki did. You are experienced in the West of Nafas, the West. Also, you know the arts of speech. I have picked you up and hanged you from a sapling at the way into the forest. I should have fed your flesh to the locust bird, ravening eagle and vulture. Now, Enkidu, my release lies with you. Tell Gilgamesh to spare me my what life. A little bitch. Enkidu opened his mouth to say to Gilgamesh. Oh, my God. Okay. My friend, Humbaba, who guards the forest of cedar, finish his ass. Slay him. Do away with his fucking power, bro, because I'm getting sick of this shit. Humbaba, who guards the... Oh, you're going to hard liquor now. Humbaba, who guards the forest of cedar, finish him, slay that puss, but don't actually, because he's not a chick, except he's really ugly. God, sorry. Do away with his power before Enlil the Foremost hears what we do, because there is some hell to pay if that finds out. <laughs> I will not go back to jail. You, you still need more ideas. Bro, they will fucking take away my driver's <laughs> license. This is still you, Broski. Shut up! I'm getting there, asshole. <laughs> the great gods will take a tag gate. Now, fuck me. <laughs> the, <laughs> the great gods will take against us in anger. And Lil and the poor Samash and Larsa establish forever a fame that endures how Gilgamesh slew for ferocious Mbaba. And they will, th like, it's a panty dropper, dude. It's great. Humbaba heard what Enkidu was saying. He looked at his <laughs> head, and Humbaba opened his mouth to speak, saying to Enkidu, You sit here before him like a shepherd. Let his Healing. Hireling. <laughs> nice. Doing his bidding. Now, Enkidu, my release lies with you. Oh, yeah, it does. Tell Gilgamesh to spare my life. Enkidu opened his mouth to speak, saying to Gilgamesh. My friend, Humbaba, who guards the forest of cedar, finishes ass. <laughs> Bro. Before Enlil, the foremost, here's what we do. The great gods will take... Fuck me. The great gods will take ang will take against us in anger. And I don't want that, because I'm currently sleeping on the couch with my girl. She won't let me smash. <laughs> what? Nothing's laughing. Enlil and Nippur, Shamash, and Larsa. Those fuckers don't know what to do. Establish forever a fame that endears how Gilgamesh slew ferocious Humbaba. Humbaba heard and bitterly cursed them. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Make the pair of them not grow old! Besides Gilgamesh, his friend, none shall bury Enkidu. Enkidu opened his mouth to speak, saying Gilgamesh. I'm still trying to figure out what that means. Why would you then state as a curse, don't grow old, <laughs> stay young forever? Uh, well, I got it. It means natural is like they're gonna die early. Oh, that's fair. Oh, okay. I was thinking. Besides Gilgamesh, so he's basically saying. Oh, but, 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 like let Enkidu die. Okay. I, 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 yeah. I, I, I. Uh, my friend, I speak to you, but you do not hear me. While the curses ellipses, let those curses return to his mouth. Gilgamesh mm -hmm. heard the words of his friend. He drew forth the dirk at his side. The dirk. It's probably a sword. Probably. Gilgamesh smote him in the neck. Enkidu, while he pulled. Smote that bitch. <laughs> He pulled the lungs damn. Uh, damn, child. Springing up from the head, he took the tusks as booty. Rain and Hell plenty yeah. fell on the mountain. Blank and plenty, I'm guessing it's probably rain. Uh, fell on the mountain, yeah. Alright, oh, this picture. Oh, hell yeah, look at that picture. Look at those buff dudes fighting this thing. He's grabbing him by the beard. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like a monster. It's just another dude. It's just another dude. Uh, so, give a to him to Enki, dude. 
Now, my friend, we must impose our victory. The oars slip away in the thicket. The oars slip away. Their rage grows dim. Said Inky to him to young Mesh. My friend, catch a bird, and where goes its chicks? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but to the beach. <laughs> Go play some volleyball with the co-eds. <laughs> Let's look for the auras later, as the chicks run here and there in the thicket. <laughs> Such a weird analogy. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, watch out for the chicks in the thicket. <laughs> Smite him again. Slay his servant alongside him. Fucking leave the servant out of it, asshole. Yoki Mesh heard the word of his companion. He took up his axe in his hand. He drew forth the dirk from his belt. Yoki Mesh smote him in the neck. His friend Akito gave encouragement. He he fell. Yeah. The rabbins did run. Ravines. With, ravines did run with his blood. Thank you. Humbaba the garden he smote to the ground. For two leagues afar, with him he slew. The, the woods he blank. <laughs> he slew the ogre, the forest guardian, at whose... Yell were sundered the peaks of Siren and Lebanon. The mountains did quake. All the hillsides did tremble. He slew the ogre, the cedar's guardian, the broken. As he had slain all seven of the auras, the war net of two talents weight and the dirk of eight. A load of ten talents he took up. He went down to the tent the tramp, to trample the forest. He discovered the secret abode of the gods. Gilgamesh following the trees. Enkidu choosing the timber. Anki to open his mouth to speak, saying to Gilgamesh, My friend, we have filled the lofty cedar, bro, whose top thrust up to the sky. <laughs> thrust hard and fast. God, here we go. He's he doesn't know where the again. G spot is, He's about though. to talk about fucking doors again. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm fucking gay for doors. No, that's, that's bad. No. <laughs> I, wanna, I just wanted to state the concept. Well, this guy is so obsessed with sex. He's like, bro, that cedar thrust itself into the sky. <laughs> God damn it! I will make a door six rods in height, uh, God, two rods in breadth. Bro, shut the fuck up! I'm talking about <laughs> one cubit in thickness. Don't know what a cubit is, but I'll fucking figure it out, bro. Bro, I'll figure it out, dude. <laughs> I am not be stoner. Mine is more like a douchebag. That's kind of where this is supposed to be. Whose pole and pivots, top and bottom, will be all of a piece. Not sure how that fucking makes sense, but you know, it'll make it work, dude. He, that's up to you now. He would trample the force of cedar. He discovered the secret of the abode of the gods. The wild born knew how to give counsel. He said to his friend, By your strength alone, you slew the guardian. No, wild born uh, would be me. Okay, we'll go ahead. By and your see. strength alone, you slew the guardian. What can bring you dishonor? Lay low the forest of cedar, fucker. <laughs> Let's chicky shit in. Set it on fire, dude. Seek out me, a lofty cedar, bro, whose crown is as high as the heavens, and we will fuck his shit up. Got him with the door again. <laughs> <laughs> I will make a door of Reed's breadth, bro. Why? I am fucked. Because I'm fucking, fucking psyched about doors. <laughs> I can't say it seriously. Let it not have a pivot. Let it travel in the door jam. <laughs> Dude, I want to tell you, I'm about to make a six millimeter door jam on that bitch. It's gonna be so. I don't care. I don't care. It, what, do you, what else do you have to tell me? <laughs> its its side will be a cubit, a reed length. Right. 
all of a sudden the thought processes of us teaching this story together is cool. It's fucking amazing. We'll have to we have the G rating this one, but fuck man. Oh man. Let no stranger draw near it. Let a god have love for it. I want to see that god stick his dick in my door. <laughs> that actually sounds <laughs> that like. That sounds enough. really sexy. Yeah. Anyway. To the house of Enlil, the Euphrates shall bear it. Don't let the Euphrates bear it, dickhead. Yeah. You're the one making the door. Let the folks of Nippur fucking god damn it. You're doing it right, man. Doing it. Yeah, I know. Let the folks. Let the folk of. Let the folks of Nippur. Rejoice over it. Let the god and Lil delight in my fucking door. <laughs> and not to get the rash, they made the cedar on it. Thank you, it was Helmsman and Gilgamesh carried the head of Humbaba. Ew, that seems like it'd be gross. Chapter number six, Ishtar and the Bull of Heaven. You should be cut with the radio guy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> what I want to tell you today... I want to tell you about the fucking libtards ruining America! Yes, that, we found I'm fucking Mark Levin, and I'm upset! And I'm upset! What am I upset about? I don't fucking know! <laughs> that being said, it's not opinions I actually own, that's just the character I like to do, because anyway. it's fucking hilarious. Uh, He's in, a fucking kind of awful human being. He is. Back in Rook, Gilgamesh's beauty provokes the desire of the goddess Ishtar. And fucking at me, Mark Levin. Gilgamesh scorns her, reminding her of the fates suffered by many reformers. Former conquest. Ishtar is in. Who's thinking Ishtar? Is it me or you? Uh. Do you uh, uh, it's me. Oh, great. You get the chance to do yourself. Ishtar is myself. Yeah, Ish, because Ishtar tries to get with Gilgamesh, so. Fuck, yes. <laughs> Ishtar is enraged and rushes up to heaven. She persuades her to give her the fiery, fiery bull of Hadman, the constellation Taurus, that she can punish Gilgamesh with death. Bull of Heaven causes havoc and Rook, but Gilgamesh and Enkidu discover its weak spot and kill it. Uh, they insult Ishtar further and return to the palace in triumph to celebrate their victory. Uh, uh, uh. That's like what happens in it, like an Andy of Mayberry comic. It's like, you killed that bird with a rock. Shit's about to get real. Yeah. He washes mad at Harry Clinton. You broke that fucking window with a baseball. His, he shook his head down over his, his back, casting aside the dirty gear he had himself and clean, wrapped cloaks around him. Tide was the sash, then did Gilgamesh put on his crown. On the beauty of Gilgamesh, Lady Ishtar looked with longing. Come, Gish. Fuck me. Come, Gilgamesh. Be you my bridegroom. Grant me your fruits. Oh, grant me! <laughs> oh, God. Be you my husband and I your wife? <laughs> Let me harness you a chariot of lapis lazuli and gold. <laughs> Its wheels shall be gold. So much fucking gold. <laughs> Please keep going. This is crazy. <laughs> I love it. I didn't know it was here. And its horns shall be amber. Driving lines in a team. And meals of great size. <laughs> Enter your house in sweets, the sweet scent of heat cedar. Fucking alright. <laughs> As you enter our house, doorway and footstool shall kiss your feet. Kings, courtiers, and nobles shall kneel before you. Produce of mountain and lowland they shall bring you as tribute. Why the fuck are they bringing us rocks? (laughs) I don't want that shit. Take it away. Your goat shall be triplets, your ewes shall bear twins. Your donkeys, when laden, shall outpace any mule. Boy. What? Your horse shall gallop at the chariot in glory. 
No ox shall match you at the yoke. That's you. Oh yeah, that's right. fucking way to go. And if I indeed take you in marriage, body and clothing, where would come my food and my assurance? Sustenance. Sustenance. Would you fucking feed me bread that is fit for a god and pour me ale that is fit for a king? I want more than that. <laughs> Who is there would take you in marriage? You a frost that congeals no ice? What? A Lavorne door. <laughs> a Lavorne. Goddamn doors. <laughs> That stays not, breeze nor drought. My friend, Aggie, who can make doors, you fucking can't. <laughs> this a is a guy like, hey, fuck a yeah, I can, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's covered in sawdust making a door. <laughs> By just random trees. <laughs> a place that massacres warriors. Palace. And all of it, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I fucking care. Dude, you've taken so many liberties. You're going to be shit for fucking a boardwalk. And all of it, which hoods. Bitumen that stains in the hands of its bearer, a water skin that coats the hands of its bearer, limestone that weakens, weakens a wall of a schlard, a bearing ram that destroys the walls of the enemy, a shoe that bites the foot of its owner? Yes. What bridegroom of yours did endure forever? What brave warrior of yours went up to the heavens? Fuck you! <laughs> Come, let me tell you the tale of your lovers, of his horn. To Munzee, the lover of your youth. Year upon year, to lamenting, you took him. You loved him, the speckled of a little bird, but struck him down and broke his wing. Now he stands the white saying, my wing. You loved the lion, perfect in strength, but for your, for, but for him, you dug seven pits and seven. You loved the horse, so fond in battle, but and you made him just destiny. I'm his gonna destiny correct whip, you. spur and lash. You made his destiny a seven-league gallop. You made his destiny to drink fucking muddy water. You doomed Salili, his mother, to perpetual whipping. So when she calls him you the horse, the are we saying that we think he's hung like a horse? Is that what that no, means? No, she's. I think he's talking about little, literal animals. Oh, okay. Because this is a god, so. Okay. You love the shepherd, the grazer. It doesn't make it any better. Who, yeah, it's still fucked up. Who gave you piles of loaves, baked in embers. You slaughtered kids for your day after day. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Holy shit. shit. You struck him and turned him into a wolf. Now his very own shepherd boys chase him away, and his dogs take bites at his haunches. Haunches. Damn. You loved Ishaladu, your father's gardener, who used to bring you dates in a basket, daily making your table clean. You eyed him up and went to meet him. Oh, my Ishaladu. Let us taste your vigor. Ooh. Put your hand and stroke my quid. But <laughs> me, who do you want of me? Fuck yeah, I stroke my quid. And now I should eat the bread of slander and insults? Should I let only rushes cover me in winter? When you heard it, what he said, you struck him and turned him into a dwarf. That's no, no, okay. You set him down in the midst of his labors. He cannot go up. He cannot go down. Must you love me also and deal with me likewise? What does that mean? You Okay, I guess you made him short. He can't, he can't move. But that's not what a dwarf is. I, I don't know. But God, you she, don't know. As she started her words, she went up to heaven in a furious rage. Weeping, she went to honor her father. Before Anu, onto. Uh, onto her mother, her tears did flow. Oh, daddy, again and again, can Dilgamesh scorn me? 
telling a tale of foul slander. <laughs> slander about me in insults too. And when you tell me about taking liberties, motherfucker, don't you fucking do that. You have to be on it, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. Unless you want me to do it. I got her. Anu opened his mouth to speak, saying to the Lord, Lady Ishtar, Ah! But was it not you who provoked King Ivermes? <laughs> so I told a tale of foulest slander. Slander about you and insults too? Ishtar opened his mouth to speak, saying to him, Father Anu. Ishtar? Oh, fuck. Is that me? It is. Is that the same person? Yeah. Okay. You're the one trying to seduce Daddy, give me please the bowl of heaven. <laughs> So in his dwelling I may slay Gilgamesh? <laughs> if you do not give me the bull of heaven, I'm gonna throw a fucking fit. Uh, pretty much. I shall smash the gates of the netherworld right down to its dwelling. <laughs> I'm trying to make this more feminine. To the world below. Fuck me. <laughs> I shall grant. Man, you mission? <laughs> I shall bring up the dead to consume the living. Oh, fuck, those are zombies. Sure. I shall make the dead outnumber the living. I do open his mouth to speak, say to Lady Ishtar. Is that the father? Yeah. Well, now, if you want me to take the bowl of heaven, let the window of a root gather seven years' chaff. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the farmer of a root grow seven years' hay. He wants, he wants time, I think. That's, I think that's, that's yeah, I think that's what that is. Ishtar opened her mouth to speak, saying, Father. I knew. Ellipses already I stored. Ellipses already I grew. I think basically what he's saying is this guy's gonna fuck up the city, so like, let's make sure these guys have food because that could be a problem. I don't even know if they really give a shit about the mortals, really. And they do, but he, I don't do because that's what he was saying. Though. He's like, let me, like, let's wait. Yeah, so, let's, oh, no, let's, hold on. Let's, let's wait so they can, like, at least have food so they don't die. The widow of Rook has gathered. Oh wait, hey, uh, is that me or you? I think it's me. Yeah, it's you. Oh, not me. So I'm pretty sure it's uh, Ishtar. The window, the widow of Rook has gathered, gathered seven years chaff. The farmer of Aruk has grown seven years hay. Everybody shut the fuck up, he's growing hay. <laughs> With the wrath of the bull, I shall have vengeance. <laughs> I knew heard this, this speech of Ishtar. The bull heaven's nose rope he placed in her hands. Down came Ishtar, leading it onward. When it reached the land of Uruk, it dried up the woods, the reed beds, and marshes. Down it went to the river, lowered the level by seven full cubits. Fuck me, seven full cubits? Seven cubits, hot damn. God damn, boy. As the bull boy. of heaven... That's a thick lad. As the bull of heaven snored, a pit opened up. One hundred men of Uruk fell down it. Oh, well, the fucking, yeah, they give a shit about the, the mortals. The second time it snorted, a pit opened up. Two hundred men of Uruk fell down it. I'll be damned. The third time it pretty much doomed that whole town. The third time it started to pit up, then Ankidu fell as far as his waist. This is a tall boy. Ankidu sprang up and seized the bull by his horns. Come here, bitch! In the face, the bull spat slit slaver with the tuft of its tail. Ankidu opened his mouth to speak, saying to Gilgamesh's friend, My friend! We bonded ourselves in our city! How shall we answer the thronging people? They're fucking thronging, bro. How do we deal with this? <laughs> I don't even know how to spell that word. It means it's still you. Oh, fuck. My friend, I have tested the night of the bull. 
That makes me sound. It makes me think that he like literally rode in a mechanical bull in a bar somewhere. <laughs> Down in Guadalajara, dude. I, it's fucking I, I, scary. I've been to Sizzler. It was a good time. You don't even I, know what Sizzler is. I do. It's a steak. It's like a exactly steakhouse. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Sizzler. Anyway. <laughs> oh god. So learning its strength and knowing its purpose, let me test again the might of the bull, bro. I shall get myself behind the bull of the heaven. I will see it by the seize it by the tuft of its tail. Oh, he's gonna get behind it. Sound as he turns his cap sideways. He's about to. He's gonna get behind it, alright. I'll be pull my bro tank on. (laughs) Shut shut up. I will set my foot on the back of its leg in blank it. Oh God, what that means? Then you, like a butcher, brave and skillful, between the yoke of the horns and the slaughter spot. Thrust in your knife, bro. Thrust it deep. Thank you to rush around to the hero bull. He seized it by the top of the tail. He set his foot on the back of his leg and... In blanket. Blanket. Yeah. And yeah. Gilgamesh, like a butcher, brave and skillful between the yoke of the horns and the slaughter spot, he thrust in his knife. Like, after they had shoved slain, in the back of his After head. they had slain the bull of heaven, they bore its heart aloft and set it before Shamash. Yeah, I feel like she'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Sticking back, they felt... Pro- prostrate in the presence of the sun god then both of them together sat down ishtar went up to the wall of rock the sheepfold hopping and and stamping she wailed and woe (laughs) the last gilgamesh who mocked me has killed the bull of heaven (laughs) you two heard these words of ishtar and uh tearing a bunch of the bull he hurled it towards her (laughs) <laughs> this is like the thought process. He just said fucking it. like threw like some guts at. He just took a haunch and said, "Fuck you." Jeet. <laughs> so and you said, "Had I caught you too, I'd have no, treated you." No, no, no. This you. is Enkidu. Oh shit, sorry. Had I caught you too, bitch, I would have treated you likewise. Nobody talks shit about my bro. I've draped you. I have draped your arms in its gut. That sounds gross as fuck. What? It's Shar assembled the. Uh, courtesans. I'm sorry, this picture does not indicate to me that this looks like a fucking bull. That's weird, it's got wings and shit. It's a dude's face! <laughs> Ishtar assembled the courtesans prosti- prostitutes and harlots. Yeah, that's a word. Over the bull of heaven's haunt, she began rites of mourning. Why would the Gilgamesh prostitutes? summoned all the smiths, because uh, Ishtar's the goddess of love, remember? Well, I mean, that makes sense, but still, like, why prostitutes? Gilgamesh the summoned all the smiths and the craftsmen and the seeds of the horns that craftsmen admired. 30, 30 minas of lapis lazuli in the solid block, two minas each, the, minus each of the rims, six core of oil, the capacity of both. He gave them to his god, Lugobanda, to to hold oil, an oil for anointment. He took them to into hang in his chamber. They washed their hands in the, in the river Euphrates, took over, each other over by the hand, and they came. As they drove along the streets of a rug, <laughs> people were... Gathered to gaze on them. Gilgamesh spoke a word to the serving girls of his palace. What? A washer bro's back. It's not weird. <laughs> Who is the finest among men? Who is the most glorious of fellows? Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh is the finest of young men. Gilgamesh, the most glorious of fellows. Oh, sorry. That made it sound like he asked the question to the crowd, and the crowd was <laughs> required to answer his name. <laughs> Pretty much. Gilgamesh made Mary in his palace. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> At night, the men lay asleep in their beds, and Anki as he slept. Was having a dream, Anki arose to relate the dream, saying to his friend, Why do I have a boner? And then we have Tablet 7! And that's the death of Anki Dew. Hey! Uh, in a dream, Anki Dew sees the gods and assembly decree his doom. He, How far in, in is anguish, 
What's that? I'm just, there's, just curious, out of curiosity. There's ten tablets in it. Oh, shit. And we're almost there. In anguish, oh. delirium, he pictures beneath, before him the great door of cedar he made for Enlil's temple. He curses it because he failed to secure for him the god's favor. He then turns his thoughts to the trapper and the prostitute, the instruments of his neuro civilization, whom he also blames for his plight. Shamash persuades him to relent. Don't you blame me, you son bitch! <laughs> he turns to bless the prostitute. He has a second dream in which he is dragged down to the netherworld by the angel of death and the great division of hell. After describing the dream to Gilgamesh, he falls sick, languishing on his deathbed. He continues to Gilgamesh of the hegemony <clears throat> of his fate compared with the death in battle. He dies. Uh, okay, so it starts with my friend, why the great gods in council, and dawn broke. Enkidu began to, spend, to speak to Gilgamesh. Okay. Give me a second. Fucking chill out. <laughs> My brother, this night, what a dream I dreamed. The gods Anu, Alel, Ea, and Celestial Shamash held assembly. And Anu spoke to Enlil. These, because they... Hold no, on. this is Anu. This is, this is the guy voice you did. This is the main guy These, voice. because they slew the bull of heaven and slew Humbaba, that god of the mountain, dense watered with cedar now. <laughs> so said anew. <laughs> Between these two, let one of them die and bring him down on my riverboat. <laughs> and the little said, This is me. Okay. <clears throat> let Akiyu die, but let not Gilgamesh die. That sounds like Alex Jones. <laughs> Turn the freaking frogs again! Celestial Shamash began to reply to the hero Enlo. This is uh, Gilgamesh's mom. Oh, okay. Was it not at your word that they slew him, the bull of heaven? Wasn't it? Why the fuck are you backing off now? <laughs> and also, Humbaba, now shall innocent Enkidu die? Enlil <laughs> was worth at Celestial Smash. Was Roth. Was Roth. There you go. How like what? a comrade you march with them daily. What kind of comedy are you? Enkidu <laughs> <laughs> laid down before Gilgamesh. His tears slowed down like streams. Oh, brother, dear to me is my brother. <laughs> they will never raise me up again for my brother among the dead I was almost turning into Macho Man Randy Savage here <laughs> among the dead I shall sit <laughs> the threshold of the dead I shall cross never again shall I set eyes on my dear brother bro that fucking poetry class in college sweet and he lifted his eyes as though to the door fucking doors he talked <laughs> one last thing before I, I die the door <laughs> he talked with the door as if it was a man <laughs> oh door of the world <laughs> what is with this man in doors <laughs> okay here we go that has no sense I have the understanding that you have not yeah cause it's a fucking door that's an inanimate object idiot <laughs> for 20 leagues I sought from you the finest timber until in the forest, I found a tall cedar. <laughs> Why the fuck are you not saving me, Dor? Okay, here we go. Your tree. Okay. <laughs> Your tree has no had no rival, bro. It was fucking me. <laughs> Six rods is your height. Two rods is your breadth. One, one cubit, your thickness. <laughs> God damn it. Just so you know, inanimate object attached to my wall. Your pole and your pivot stop and bottom are so <laughs> fucking <laughs> class. When you say the first two words, you're just gonna fucking probably die of laughter. 
<laughs> Top and bottom are all of a piece, bro. Oh, you, you didn't say it. Dude. I did. Your pull and your pivots. I fucking said it and you weren't paying attention. Oh. I fashioned you. I lifted you, bro. I benched that shit. <laughs> I got that swole gains going. I hung you in the poor. Had I but known Odor. <laughs> God damn it. That so... <laughs> So you would repay me with this shit had I but known Odor that <laughs> that so would you re- so you would repay me. I would have lifted my axe, I would have cut your ass, I would have floated you down as a raft Ebibara. Queen of Valhalla <laughs> to Ebibara, the temple of Shamash, I have brought you. I would have set up the cedar in the gate of Ebibar. I would have set it right the fuck up. In its doorway, I would have stood Thunderbird. That's the name of my fucking Ford Mondeo. God. And Bull Colossus. That's the name of my dick. Jeez. What? Please, no. I mean, no. Anyway. This pretty much fits the whole narrative of the story up to this point. It is currently, by the way, 9 o'clock right now. We have been doing this since 6 o'clock in the afternoon. We're doing great. It's fucking great. In its door, fuck. Your ellipses in your entrance, I would have placed. I would have ellipses the city, ellipses Shamash, and in a rook ellipses. (laughs) 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 Because Shamash heard what I said, bro. And in time of peril... Time of peril. I'm as the time of peril. He gave me a weapon, which was not a good idea. No, Odor! It was I who fashioned you, who lifted you up, bro. Now, I can I now break you up? Can I? Now, tear you down. May a king who comes after me bear you, bear for you hatred, you fucking bitch. Or hang you where you cannot be seen. Jeez, God. You're only taking down this inanimate object. Fucking door. The door had nothing this to do. Ranting, you cut this bitch down this in the door. This guy has been ranting in the door for like five minutes. <laughs> hang you. Okay. May he remove my name and write upon you his own. Because you'd like that. You'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh. He tore out. He cast. Oh no, that's you. He's already cast it. As you listen to his words, all of a sudden his tears were flowing. As you listen to the words of Aggie, you fucking what the hell? His friend, all of a sudden his tears were flowing. Gilly come and show me his mouth to speak, saying, Aggie, my friend in pure preeminent. preeminent, do you who had understanding and reason now speak profanity? What the fuck are you talking about, man? Why is that friend- profanity? You're fucking out of your mind. Why my my friend? Does your heart speak profanity? It's fucking a fucking door. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> your dream was special. Great day anxiety. Your fervent lips were buzzing like flies. The misgivings were great. The dream was rare. To the one who survives, the gods have grieving. The dream leaves sorrow to the one who survives. The great gods, I will beseech in su- supplication. Yeah. Let me speak out, Shamash. I'll appeal to your god. In your presence, I will pray to Anu, father of the gods. May great counselor and Lil hear your prayer to your presence, uh huh? May my my entreaty find favor with Ia. I will fashion your statue in gold without living. My friend, give no silver, give no gold, give no. The word of Lil spoke is not like the gods. What he commands, he does not erase. 
When he sets down, he does not erase. My friend. Yeah, but he uh, he can bring a bull face. down from the heavens to open up a fucking hole in the ground. That was Alan. Exactly. My friend, face is my destiny. People go to their doom before their time. At the very first glimmer of brightening dawn, Enkidu looked. Uh, Enkidu lifted his head, uh, laminating on Shamash. Under the lays of his of sun, his tears were flowing. I appeal to you, Shamash, for my life is so precious. As for the hunter, the trapper man, who let me be not as great as my friend, even though that was kind of a dick move. May the hunter be not as great as his friend. Destroy his profit. Diminish his fucking income. Okay, so Why are you shitting on me now? <laughs> God damn it. May his share be cut in your presence. The house where he enters, may its God leave by the window. After he had cursed Sanja to his heart's content. Why? He decided, he, first he fucking, first it was a fucking door. Door and then and the hunter. Oh, no, the whore's going to get it. He decided it. also to kill Shemot the harlot. Come, Shemot. I will fix your fucking destiny. <laughs> a doom to endure for all eternity, bro. But you like chick, bro. It's different. I will curse you with a mighty curse. My curse shall afflict you now and forth fucking with. (coughs) 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 A household to delight in you shall not acquire. Never to reside in the midst of a family. You fucking slag. (laughs) Look, he's mad, okay? I'm playing the character. I know, I know, I know. In the young woman's chamber, you shall not sit. Okay? Your finest garment, the ground shall defile. You wipe some dog shit <laughs> on your fucking tank top. <laughs> your festive gown. Oh god, the drunkard shall stain in the dirt. Or your festive gown. Okay, that makes uh, sense. Yep. Your festive groan, I'm like, that might be a vagina reference, but I'm not going to. Things of beauty you shall never acquire. Ellipses of the potter. No, ellipses, shall you have ellipses. (laughs) No table for a banquet. The people's abundance shall be laid in your fucking house, bro. The bed you delight in shall be a miserable fucking bench, like sleeping in the park. (laughs) (laughs) The junction of highways shall be where you sit. You panhandle for spum. Now, this guy's got a lot of shit to get out. It really does. It's like me trying to voice my fucking opinion. A field of ruin shall be where you sleep. Oh, dear. The shadow of the rampart shall be where you stand. Thorn and briar shall skin your feet, bro. That's why you should wear some fucking good shoes. I like to wear Oakleys. That's for sunglasses, but they make shoes. He just pops his Oakleys on and dies. Oh, God. Drunk and sober shall strike your cheek. I don't condone the hitting of women. That's not okay. That's That's not okay. Shall be plaintive and claim against you. The roof of your house, no builder shall plaster. Preferably, because why would you plaster a roof that doesn't seem smart? In your bedroom, the owl shall roost. That sounds fucking cool. Uh, Cool. Uh, I want a fucking owl to roost in my room. At your table... Never shall banquet take place. Uh, he's still going on Shema. Yeah. yeah, fucking yeah, I do. You're welcome, asshole. Uh, not you're welcome. This is pretty bad, but keep going. <laughs> not like your accent is bad. Like, what he's saying is not good. <laughs> I was going to say I'm doing most of the work. 
like most things. Anyway. Oh. A. Dab. No. Keep going. Yes. <laughs> because you made me weak, who was undefiled. Because, yeah. Yes, in the wild you weakened me, who was undefiled. Shamash. Oh, that's you. Shamash, everybody has spoken straight away from the sky. There cried out a voice. This is Shamash now, so it's Gilgamesh. No, it's, uh, it's, oh, it's the heart. Was this me? Yeah, that's you. Oh, God. No, no, right. Shamash is, Shamat is you. Oh, that's the, what? The harlot. Shamash is me. Oh, Enkidu, why curse Shamat the harlot who fed you bread that was fit for a god? She fucking was a good lay. And poor, yeah, I know. And poured you ale that was fit for a king. You fucking ignorant asshole. Who clothed you in splendid garment and gave you a companion. The handsome Gilgamesh, a witch it's still out of the pockets of whether or not you two are actually dating. <laughs> and now Gilgamesh, your friend and your brother, will lay you out on a magnificent bed, on a bed of honor, he will lay you out. Because I repeat the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> he will place you on his left, on a seat of repose. The rulers of the underworld will kiss you will all kiss your feet. That's kind of gross. That's a little gross. <laughs> All of the underworld. And we don't know where the fuck is. Uh, you know, they're thin places. They're underground, so you know. Yeah, yeah, and they all did. The people of Uruk, he will have mourn and lament you. The thriving people, he will fill full for woe of woe for you. Fucking English is hard. <laughs> After you are gone, his hair will be matted in mourning. You, Clad in the skin of a lion, he will wander the wild. <laughs> you heard the words of Shamash the hero. His heart so angry, so angry grew calm. His heart so furious grew calm. Come, Shamash, I will fix your destiny. <laughs> Wait, no, is that me? Yes. Uh, no, I mean, is that like Enkidu or is yes. that? Okay. <laughs> My mouth that cursed you shall bless you as well. <laughs> Governors shall love you and noblemen too. <laughs> Cause you're you're just your snatch is so tight. God. <laughs> he's really giving her on the last oh, bit of his life. Yeah, he's doing it. At one league off, men shall slap their thighs. <laughs> what the hell? What does that mean? I don't know, man. At two leagues off, they will shake out their hair. <laughs> no shalt shall fuck me. No soldier shall be slow to drop his belt for you. <laughs> <laughs> He'll whip his dick out. And that's really saying that. No, of course this soldier won't whip his junk out. Obsidian he shall give you. Lapis Luz... Oh, sorry. Is obsidian like a metaphor? No, like... Give me like, this obsidian, no, like, girl. Like, like the gem and obsidian. That's what he's talking about. I'll give you about. some obsidian, girl. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> what the fuck else do you expect to happen? I don't know, man. Lapis Lazuli and gold. Earrings and... Oh, shit. Wrong voice. And jewelry shall be what he gives you. <laughs> Ishtar, the ablest of gods, shall gain you entrance to the man whose home is established and wealth heaped high, bro. <laughs> For you, his wife shall be deserted. Though mother of seven... Fuck that. That's a dick move. Mother of seven, kick her ass out. Get the fuck out of here That's with that noise. Awful, yeah. As for... Oh, no, that was... You. As for Enkidu, his mind was troubled. He lay on his own and began to ponder what was, Why on, the fuck his, did I say what was on his mind. He told to his friend. My friend, in the course of the night, I had such a dream. <laughs> so you. 
<sighs> the heavens thundered, the earth gave echo, and their eyes standing between them, betwixt motherfucker, what a man there was, grim his expression, just like a thunderbird, his features were frightening. <laughs> his hands were a lion's paws. Sorry, I may be too quiet for the audio. Yeah, good. His his claws and eagle's talons. He seized me by the hair. He overpowered me. He asked me who his daddy was. I struck him, <laughs> but back he sprang like a skipping rope. Oh, jump rope. All right. <clears throat> my mother told me you were the... <laughs> oh, no. Double dutch that shit. Oh. He struck me and like a raft capsized me. I'm going to let that sit. Underfoot, he crushed me like a mighty wild bull, bro. Drenching my body with poisonous slaver. I'm pretty sure that's some sort of plan. Save me, my friend. You were afraid of him, but you, Ellipses, you pussied out, dude. How could you let a bro down like this? It's against the bro code. He struck me and turned me into a dove. I would have wanted a better bird. <laughs> You're definitely Nick Cage right now. <laughs> You've definitely transitioned. <laughs> is that to the point where the, my mental stasis is breaking down so fast I'm becoming Nick Cage? You got at least another full page of dialogue. He bound my arms like wings of a bird. And led me captive to the house of darkness. Seat of Ercala. <laughs> yeah, now you sound like Nick Cage. Seat of Ercala? That's really where he's at now. When he gets angry, he becomes Nick Cage. Yeah. To the house which none who enters ever leaves on the path that allows no journey back I am Ghost Rider Spirit (laughs) (laughs) to the house whose residents are deprived of light bro I built you fucking five houses bro (laughs) think of how many houses I bought you how many houses that I built you dude how many fucking doors that I built In the sexiest door. I built that in the palace, bro. I built the sexiest I door. I fucking cursed that door, bro. But it's a fucking beautiful door. I, there's a what? There's a six cubits. That's like his ex, but then it's he like goes back to six smash. Cubits, bro. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that, that for a moment was just general dialogue. That. Oh, dude, this is 152 minutes. Oh, I don't. Wait. I don't fucking remember that. I don't remember him like literally fucking going after a door. I never remembered that. I'm pretty sure at some point in time I just kind of chalked it par for the course of weird shit <laughs> that happened. Like four hours long, but it's fine. It is 152. I'm minutes. having a great time. You're making time. Yes, I am. We'll just... We're closing in on two hours. We'll just put this in multiple parts. Be Fuck fine. yeah. We'll be like, this is our epic. This is our this epic. Is our epic. Our time down here. <laughs> the epic of Chilgamesh. Chilgamesh. Ha ha! I'm just kidding. Anyway. Fuck, all right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Pretty sure we still got like 30-something pages. Where are we? So. Thank God. <laughs> Only 30-something pages. To the house who's... No. To the house who's... Resist, resist, fuck me. Clay, where soil is their sustenance and clay their food. Where they are clad like birds in coats of feathers. And see no light but dwell in the darkness. Ghost Rider! <laughs> Please keep going. I am the darkness. Oh, God. On the door and bolt the dust lay thick. On the house of dust was poured a deathly quiet. In the house of dust that I entered, I looked around me. So I the saw crap. the Declaration of Independence in a throng, and I realized I had to steal it. <laughs> there were crowned heads who ruled the land since days of yore, <laughs> who'd served the roast at the tables of Anu and Enlil, who proffered baked bread and poured them cool water from skins. <laughs> in the house of dust that I entered, there were inn priests 
and Lagar priests. <laughs> oh, not Lagar priests. There were Lustration priests. <laughs> and Lumahu priests. Lumahu priests. That sounds like a... Okay, that sounds like a part in Hawaii somewhere. Bro, ride the Lumahu wave, like, dude. Look like, who's on the asshole. It sounds like a cheap liquor brand. Bro, you got That's, the Lumahu? Is, like is that like a fucking Kalua brand? Bro, you got the Lumahu, bro. Where's the Lumahu? They the great gods. Gadaspu priests. <laughs> now that was possessive. I love it. There was Itana. There was Shakan. Shaka Khan. <laughs> there was the queen of the netherworld. The goddess Erish Kigal and her netherworld. <laughs> Before her set billet, Siri, the scribe of the netherworld. <laughs> really I am kid. thrashing my fucking voice. <laughs> <laughs> Holding a tablet, reading aloud in her presence. <laughs> I hate to say it, we may need to pause and come back tomorrow, <laughs> but I feel like we should knock this out in one go. Well, Ankyu's about to die, so yeah. your, your, your time doing this voice is almost oh, over. Oh, and then there's other parts I gotta do. Yeah, but you can do other voices that yeah, don't kill your voice. Yeah, it's late for that one. <laughs> she raised her head and she saw me. Who was it? Fetch this man here. Who the fuck is this? Who was it? Brought here this fellow. <laughs> I'm not going to remove the remainder of Ankyu's vision is lost. I can't speak she commands himself to yoga mat. I, who endured all hardships with you, bro, remember me, my friend. I do not forget all I went through. Uh, yoga mesh. My friend saw a vision which will never be equal, huh? <laughs> That's batshit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's his hand, that's his brain shutting down. He fucking spoke to a door for 10 minutes straight. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> fuck me. The day he had the, the, day he had the dream, his strength was exhausted. Ankyu was cast down. He lay one day sick, and then a second. Ankyu lay in his bed, his sickness worsened. A third day and a fourth day, the sickness of Ankyu worsened. A fifth, a sixth, and a seventh, and eighth, and a ninth. And a tenth. Oh, for fuck's sake, just die. Eleventh day, a twelfth. And he lay in bed. He called for Gilgamesh and spoke to his friend. My God! Has taken against me, my friend! Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, they <laughs> fucking hated him. I do not die like one who falls in the midst of battle. I was afraid of combat and ellipses. <clears throat> my friend! One who falls in combat makes his name. But I, I do not fall in combat and shall not make my name. The description of his final death thrones, which no doubt filled the remaining 30 or so lines of Fuck that noise. seven, is still to be recovered. No, don't recover it. <laughs> Isis, if you're listening, blow that shit up. <laughs> no, don't encourage that. No, I don't. I don't. That's a joke. Okay, so you're done with thank you do now. You don't have to do the voice anymore. Thank God. Are you going to keep going here, bud? Yeah. We got eight, nine, and ten left. Those are the only tablets. We're at left. eight, nine, and ten, really. Yeah. Are you Are you good with that? Yeah, or? we're good. Let's go. All right. Let's keep it moving. The funeral of Enkidu. Gilgamesh offers up a Gilgamesh offers up a great lament for Enkidu. He summons his craftsmen and makes a uh, a funerary state statue of his friend. <laughs> and from his treasury, he selects the grave oh, yeah. goods that Enkidu will take to the world to win the goodwill of the desires who dwell there. As Deities. Of, Did you say designers? <laughs> Design. Oh my god! <laughs> As part of the way that he, he, he uh, <clears throat> a great banquet is held, and <laughs> and then treasures are offered to the gods of the netherworld and ritually displayed in public. Could be like the Egyptians where they wail for six and a half hours. At the first 
glimmer of break or brightening dawn. Gilgamesh began warning his friend. Oh, my kiddo, hold your mother, a gazelle, and your father, wild donkey, to grace. What? Whom the wild asses did rear with their milk. <laughs> Whom the beasts of the wild did teach all the all the pastures. Oh, my kiddo, may the past of the forest of cedar warn you without pause by day and by night. May the elders of taming the rock the sheep field warn you. May the crowd who gave us their blessings warn you. May the peaks of hills and mountains warn you. Pure. Did you hear me? You fucking mourn him! I will kick ass! May the pastures lament you like your mother. Boots, wood, cypress, and cedar mourn you, though whose mates we kept in our fury. May the bear mourn you, the hyena, the panther, the cheetah, and the stag, and the jackal, the lion, the wild bull, the deer, the libex, and the ibex. ibex, not libex. And the beasts of wild. May the secret river only mourn you, Along whose banks we walked in our vigor. May the pure Euphrates mourn you, whose water we poured in libation from skins. May the man of her rock the sheepfold mourn you, he just, who okay. witnessed our battle, when we saw the bull of heaven. May the plowman mourn you in his furrow, when he extols your name with his sweet noble. I would like to point out that he currently, in that last one, where he says poured in libation from skins, tells me he basically took a 40 and emptied one out for his homies. He did. He did. <laughs> May the obtaining erupt the sheepfold mourn you, who sends forth your name with the first. May the shepherd mourn you in the sheepfold, who made sweet for your mouth the milk and butter. Oh, yeah. May the shepherd boy mourn you, who provided the G of your lips. What? I don't know. What does that mean? May the bear mourn you, who provided the ale of your mouth. May the The harlot mourn you, who anointed you with sweet-smelling oil. May in the house of the wedding ceremony mourn you, who a wife. May mourn you, may mourn you like brothers. May their tresses be loosened down the backs like sisters. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know. And I don't think you're saying you're going to fuck your sister. Not all about that. For thank you, your mother and father, on this very day I myself mourn you. Hear me, O oh young men, hear me. Hear me, O oh elders of Tina Yurok, hear me. I shall weep of Enkidu, my friend. Oh, that's probably, that was probably a bad place to hide. Uh, Shit. <laughs> no, that hired, is the perfect place to do like that. Like a hired mourner woman, I shall bitterly wail. They but brought I, hired mourners to his funeral. Oh, God. Crowdfunding. <laughs> <laughs> the axe at my side in which my arm trusted... The dark in my belt, the dirt in my belt, the shield in my belt, my festive <laughs> dirt in my belt, I thought you said dick. Uh, my festive garment, my girdle of delight, a wicked wind rose up and robbed me. Dude, shut up, oh, his girdle friend, of delight. Oh, my friend, wild ass in the run, donkey of the uplands, panther of the wild. My friend, Hanky Doo, wild ass in the run, donkey of the uplands, panther of the wild. Having joined forces, we climbed the mountains, seized and flew the bull of heaven. Destroy Humbaba, who jumped in the forest of cedar. Now what is this sleep that has seized you? You've become unconscious. You do not hear me. But he, he lifted his head, he lifted his heart, but it beat no longer. He covered like a bride the face of his friend. Like an eagle, he circled around him. Oh, sorry. Like an eagle, he circled around. Like a lioness deprived of her cubs, he paced to and fro this way and that. His curly hair, he tore in clumps. He ripped off his, his finery. His like something taboo by cast it away. Uh, At the very first glimmer of burning dawn, Gilgamesh sent forth a call to the land. Oh, Forge Master! Forge Master. Forge Master. 
Lapidary, Coppersmith, Goldsmith, Jeweler, Fashion, my friend. He made a statue of his friend. Hey, say he made a statue of his friend. The limbs of his friend shall be blank. You're I want to imagine. Fashion, my friend, the most kick-ass statue. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Your eyebrows shall be of lapis lazuli, your chest of gold, your body shall be of... I, sh I shall lay you out on a magnificent bed. I shall lay you out on a bed of honor. I shall place on my left a, on a seat of repose. The rulers of the underworld will all kiss your feet. The people of the rook I shall have worn and lament you. The thriving people I shall fill full of wool for you. After you are gone, my hair will be muttered in mourning. Clad in the skin of a lion, I shall... Water the water. It's not easy, is it? It's not easy. This is how he keeps going for stuff. No, oh, yeah. This fucking dialogue. At the very first glimmer of brightening dawn, Gilgamesh arose and entered this treasury. He did the ceiling to inspect it. The gems, obsidian, carme mm. carnelian, lapis lazuli, alabaster. Yeah, they fucking love this lapis lazuli. Skillfully works. He provided for his friend. He provided for his friend. Of X plus 10 minutes of gold, he provided for his friend. Of X minutes of gold, he provided for his friend. Of X minutes of gold, he provided for his friend. Of X minutes of gold, he provided So pretty much, this big chunk of it is just, like, all the detail is gone. Between it's just... them, mounted in 30 minutes of gold, was there blank, he provided for his friend. Was there, he provided for his friend. Yes. Was there thickness, was there, he provided for his friend. Large, he provided for his friend. Of the waist, he provided for his friend. 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 Ellipses! He provided for his friend. Of his feet, he provided for his friend. Of X talents of ivory, blank. Of which the handle was of X minutes of gold, he provided for his friend. Mighty of its arm, he provided for his friend. Of which the quiver was blank, and the handle of the talent of gold, he provided for his friend. Of the army was ivory, he, of which the handle was 40 minutes of gold, he provided for his friend. Ooh, this one's a real Three tough one. Three cubits was it blank, was the thickness, he provided for his friend. Of the gold, of canaling, he a rod of iron, boulder, a wild bull for his friend. He butchered flat, fattened oxen, and sheep piled them high for his friend. Shamash. They carried all the meat to the rules of the underworld. The Queen Ishtar, a throw stick of the gloomy wood. For the great Queen of Ishtar, he displayed to the Sun God. May the great Queen Ishtar accept this. May she welcome my friend and walk at his side. For the God Namara sit, he displayed to the Sun God. May Namara sit, accept this, and he welcome my friend and walk to the side. A flash of lapis lazuli for Ershgal, the queen of the netherworld, he displayed to the sun god. May Ershgal, the queen of the teeming netherworld, accept this. May she welcome my friend and walk at his side. A flute of Canelian for Nuzi, the shepherd, beloved of Ishtar, he displayed to the sun god. May Nuzi, the shepherd, beloved of Ishtar, accept this. May he welcome my friend and walk at his side. A chair of lapis lazuli, a staff of lapis lazuli for Namtar, the vizier of the netherworld, he displayed to the sun god. May Namtar, the vizier of the teeming netherworld, accept this. May he welcome my friend and walk at his side. For Hushbisha, Hush the stewardess of the netherworld, he displayed to the sun god. Hello, I'm Hushbisha. I'll be your stewardess for today's flight. Hushbisha, the stewardess of the teeming netherworld, accept this. May she welcome him and walk at his side. He had made a clasp of silver, a bracelet of for Kasat Tabat. The sweeper of Ershigal, he displayed to the sun god. May Kashat Tabat, the sweeper of Ershigal, accept this. May he walk, may you welcome my friend and walk by his side. May my friend not, nor welcome sacred heart. Of alabaster, the inside inlaid with lapis lazuli and carnelian, depicting the image of the secret forest. <clears throat> inlaid with carnelian for Nin Ninchulaha, the cleaner of the house, he displayed to the sun god. May Ninchulaha, the cleaner of the sun of the house, accept this. May 
She welcomed my friend and walked by his side. May she welcome my friend, may my friend not, nor welcome sick at heart. A double-edged dagger with a half to lapis lazuli, a dagger with an image of the pure Euphrates, for Bibu, the butcher, the butcher of the netherworld, he displayed to the sun god. May Bibu, the butcher of the teeming netherworld, accept this, and may he welcome my friend and walk at his side. With the back of alabaster from Dabunzi Abuzu, the scapegoat of the netherworld, he displayed to the sun god, may Dabunzi Abuzu, the scapegoat of the netherworld, may he welcome my friend and walk at his side. On top of which was Lapazuli inlaid with chameleon, for him he displayed to the sun god, may I accept this, may he welcome my friend and walk at his side. Which we, if they are the names, judge of the Anunnaki, Gilgamesh heard these words, Anunnaki, sorry, judge of the Anunnaki, Gilgamesh heard these words, he conceived the idea of damning the river. At the very first glimmer of frightening dawn, Gilgamesh opened his gate, he brought out a great table of Amunnaki wood, he filled with honey, a dash of carnelian, he filled with ghee a dash of lapis lazuli. He decorated and displayed it to the sun god. He displayed this to the sun god. That Thank God it's number nine. <laughs> that was all morning. That was all I was doing. Woo! That was a lot of morning. Uh, so the wands of Gilgamesh. We're at tablet nine. Are you going to keep going, Jake? Yeah, let's keep going. We're almost there. All right. In the morning for Enkidu, whose death had brought home to him his own... Mortality, Gilgamesh yeah. leaves Uruk to wander the earth in search of the immortal Udapshtim, whose secret he covets. Pressing out onto the end of the world, he comes to the mountains where the sun sets and rises and asks for the help of Scorpion Man who guides the way after the mountains. Unable to convince Gilgamesh of the danger he courts, the Scorpion Man allows him to pass, and Gilgamesh races against time to complete the path of the sun before the sun can catch up with him. He reaches the far end of the tunnel just in time and finds himself in the Garden of Jewels. For his friend Anki, knew Gilgamesh did bitterly leap as he wandered the wild. I shall die and I shall not know that then he is Enkidu. Sorrow has entered my heart. <clears throat> I am afraid of death, so I wandered the wild uh, to find Unapishtin. Unapishti, son of Ubertutu. On the road traveling swiftly, I come on not one night to a mountain pass. I saw some lions and grew afraid. I lifted my head to the moon in prayer. Sin, the lamp of the gods, with my supplications. O Sin, keep me safe. Then he lay down, then woke from a dream in the presence of the moon. Oh, sorry, then he lay down, woke from a dream in the presence of the moon. He grew out of life. He took up his axe in his hand. He drew forth the dirt from his belt. Like an arrow along the fell, he, he smore the lions, he killed them, and scattered them. Okay. He clad himself in their skins. <laughs> he ate their flesh. Gilgamesh Fuck. dug wells that never existed before. He drank the water as he... He built doors that had lids. never been built. Shamas who worried in it. And bending down, he spoke to Gilgamesh. Oh, Gilgamesh! <laughs> Where are you wandering? The life that you seek, you will never find. I told you to become a lawyer. Why the fuck? Would you become a goddamn musician? Said <laughs> Gilgamesh to him, to the hero Samash. After roaming, wandering all the while, when I enter the netherworld, will rest be scarce? I shall lie there sleeping all down the years. Let my eyes see the sun and be sated with light. The darkness is hidden. How much light is there left? When, my, when may the dead see the rays of the sun? Never, because they're dead. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Tamash, Get fucked, dead. Tamash's twin mountains he came, which daily guard the rising sun. 
these tops support the fabric of heaven, whose base reaches down to the netherworld. There were scorpion men guarding its gate, whose terror was dread, whose glance was death, whose radiance was fearful, overwhelming the mountains. At sunrise and sunset, they guarded the sun. Gengamesh saw them in fear and dread, he covered his face. Then he collected his wits and drew near the presence. The scorpion men called to his mate. Hold up now, I lost myself here. You're uh, doing scorpion mate here. You're, you're... No, 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 no. Scorpion men gate. Sorry, I was trying to throw something away. Oh, yeah! He who has come to us! Flesh of the gods in his body, brother! <laughs> Scorpion's man's mate answered him. Uh, Two thirds of him is God, bro! Nah, this is this is becoming him again. I love it. And one third human! You hear me? <laughs> Scorpion man called out saying word to King Gilgamesh, flesh of the gods. Oh, God. I made a mistake. How did you come here? Such a far road! <laughs> <laughs> How did you get here to be in my presence, brother? <laughs> How did you cross the seas? Whose passage is perilous? For I shall bring the smackdown upon you. <laughs> Let me learn of your fucking journey. <laughs> Ellipses! Ow. Where your face is turned. Let me learn of your journey. Just, you know... I wasn't laughing at the, uh... I wasn't laughing at your pain, I was laughing at the voice. I know. Uh, when the text resumes, I... Please don't hurt yourself. When the text resumes... It's a little late for that. Gilgamesh just said, oh, God. He's explaining his quest. I am seeking the road for my forefather, who nepished he, who attended the gods' assembly, and found life eternal, life, uh, death and life. He shall tell me the secret. The scorpion man opened his mouth to speak, saying to Gilgamesh... Never before, O oh Gilgamesh, was there one like you. Never before, never did anyone travel the path of the mountain. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, and not, it's not gonna be Macho Man or Andy Sanders all the way, <laughs> but it's gonna get there. <laughs> Shout out to the WWE fans. For twelve double hours, its interior extends. <laughs> the darkness is dense, brother, and the light there is none. <laughs> the Undertaker! <laughs> for the rising of the sun! For the setting of the sun! For the setting of the ellipses! <laughs> they set forth, and you, how will you, brother, will you go in? <laughs> by sorrow, by frost and by sunshine, my face is burnt! Through exhaustion, now you! No, you. No, you. <laughs> this man opened his mouth to speak. Say a word to King Gilgamesh, flesh of the gods. Joe Gilgamesh! <laughs> oh, fuck. May the mountain of Mashu allow you to pass. You have been worthy, brother. <laughs> God damn it. You're almost done. May the mountains and hills watch over your going. Let them help you in safety to continue your journey on the SmackDown! <laughs> may... <laughs> uh, may the gate of the mountain open before you! A plus in your... WWE SmackDown 2015! A plus in your voice choice. 
<laughs> Except for the fact that it's hurting you, that's not good. That's fine, it'll be fine. Gilgamesh shared these words, but the scorpion man told him. <laughs> he looked, took to heart, he took the path of the sun god. At one double hour, the darkness was dense, and the light was there none. It did not allow him to see behind him. At two double hours, the darkness rose, and light was there none. It did not allow him to see behind him. At three double hours, the darkness was dense, and light was there none. It did not allow him to see behind him. At four double hours, the darkness was dense, and light was none. It did not allow him to see behind him. At five double hours, the darkness was dense, and the light was none. It did not oh, God. This, I'm glad that they have the correct setup of four, On five, and six, six o'clock. six double hours, the darkness was dense, and the light was none. Not allowed to see behind him. At reaching seven double hours, the darkness was dense, the light was none. Not allowed to see behind him. At eight double hours, he was hurrying. The darkness was dense, and light was dead. Now he's getting it's spooked. He's like a kid him. trying to get into his bed when he's got the lights off in his room. He just runs and jumps. At nine double hours, the the, the, the north wind his face. The darkness was dense, and the light was there none, and did not allow him to see behind him. On reaching ten hours, was very near. On reaching eleven double hours, a journey remained of one double hour. At twelve double hours, Gilgamesh came out in advance of the sun. So, this doesn't really, like, properly do it, but I, if I remember right, the sun comes down into the mountain and would have, like, burned him to death if he didn't get out in 12 hours. Oh, yeah, so basically it's kind of a race against time, but they didn't fucking tell us. Yeah, it does in other translations. This one didn't do a good job. Yeah. There was brilliance. He went straight as soon as he saw them to the trees of the gods. A Carillion tree was in fruit, hung with branches of grapes, lovely to look on. A lapis lily tree bore foliage and full fruit and gorgeous to gaze on. Cypress. Cedar. Its leaf stems were of... Papa, Papa Baduli stone and <laughs> sea coral and sasu stone. Instead of thorns and briars, they grew stone vi- vivils. Vials. Vials. Sorry, he touched a karub. You're <laughs> just like, oh yeah, he, he touched, touched the fucking karub now. Abushmi <laughs> stone, a gate, and hematite. As Gilgamesh walked about, she lifted her head in order to watch him. So I imagine that's the goddess of the underworld. Probably. All that's right. it. Number ten. The edge of the world. At the edge of the world. It's the beyond the garden. Beyond the garden by the seashore lives a wild, wild goddess. She spies it from a distance, <laughs> and taking him to be a hunter bars the door of her tavern. Gilgamesh. Oh, it's the, it's the bar god. Gilgamesh. It's the bar god. Gilgamesh hears her. Did you forget that he existed? I did forget that she existed. Oh, sorry. Well, fuck it. My bad. Me too. (laughs) She asks who she is. He tells her how his friend has died and how much he now fears death. And he asks her to aid in crossing the sea to find Nathashi. She warns him of the the frailty of the quest and the dangers of the the waters of death. But he at length tells him how where to find Nathashi's ferryman. Urshinabi, where his crew of stolen ones. Gilgamesh will, rushes down on the ferryman and his strange companions. When the fighting is over, he explains his question to Urshinabi and asks to aid in finding Unapishti. Urshinabi reveals that Gilgamesh has hindered his own progress by smashing the stone ones, but he instructs Gilgamesh to make <coughs> putting pulls of immense length as an alternative means of propel- propulsion. They embark on the on the boat while with the poles. When the poles are all gone, Gilgamesh uses the ferryman's garments to make a sail and they cross the waters of the Good, back. so you just stripped the ferryman down and you made a sail. Okay. Having laid, Gilgamesh tells his story. Even in death, he's still a dickhead. Having landed, Gilgamesh tells the story to Ugnapishti, 
Rabashi reminds him of the duties of kings and discourse, discourses the, on the inevitability of death and the fleeing nature of life. Shadiri was a tavern keeper who lived by the seashore. Oh, there I'm she excited dealt, for this. <laughs> she dealt in it by the seashore. <clears throat> Post stands she had, and lots of all gold, she was swathed in hoods and veiled with veils. Smooth. Gilgamesh came wandering. He was clad in a pelt and fearful to look on. The flesh of the gods he had on his body, but in his heart there was sorrow. His face resembled one come from afar as the tavern keeper watched him in the distance. Talking to herself, she spoke a word, taking counsel in her own mind. <clears throat> For sure, this man is a, <clears throat> a hunter of wild bulls. For where does he come from? Making strip from my gate. <laughs> there you go. Thus the tavern keeper saw. Thus the tavern keeper saw him. And, and, and Thus the tavern keeper saw him. And he's like, I don't know. Where's the fuck? Where's the fuck? Like, you'll so you lift his shit and turn towards her. Giving much to her to the tavern keeper. Tavern keeper, why did you bar your gate as soon as you saw me? You barred your gate and went to the roof. I shall smash down the, the door. I shall shatter the bolts. And that's difficult for me because my best friend used to fucking love doors. Can, can I? Can I? Can I do the voice for the tavern keeper real no, quick? No, I want. Oh goddamn it! Okay, bye. Tavern keeper's me. So the tavern keeper. There are many like it, but this one is mine. I barred my gate. I went to the roof to let a line of your change. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I give much to her to the tavern keeper. My friend Ekidu and I haven't joined for I don't give a frack about your friend, okay? We climbed the mountains, seized and slew the full heaven, destroyed Humbaba, who doubt the forest of Cedar, killed lions in the mountain passes. Oh God, you're so just so sick of this shit. At the time, keep it together, man. And you think you were the ones who slew the guardian and destroyed him by the... Who is out the forest to see the kill lines in the mountain passes? <laughs> mumbling. Then slew the blood, blow down from the heaven. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> Why are you sick so how your face so fucking sunken? Like, your mood so rash, your massage so wasted. Why is your heart just sour as that? And your face resembles one fucking hater. As if one comes from the fire. Where are your features burnt that brought the frost and the sunshine? And why do you wander the wild and lion's guard? You fucking. You fucking stupid. My chest not my chest not be hollow, and my face not be sunken. Did you say? My bone. Oh, I think your cheeks not be hollow. I said my checks better be good, ho. My massage not wasted. Sorrow not resigned my. Do you know who the fuck you're speaking to? Not resemble one from afar. Should not my features be burnt from frost and by sunshine? And should I not wander the wild and lion's guard? My friend, a wild ass of the run. Donkey of the uplands and panther of the wild. My friend, Eki, you a wild ass of the run. Donkey of the uplands, panther of the wild. My friend, who I love so dear, who with me went through every danger. My friend, Eki, you who I love so dear, who with me went through every anger. The doom of wars overtook him. Six days I worked for him and seven nights. I did not surrender his body for burial until a maggot dropped from his nostrils. Then I was afraid that I too would die. I grew fearful of death and so wanted the wild. What became of my friend a was so much despair. So on a far road, I wanted the wild. What became of my friend Eggie do 
and you, who I love, has turned to clay. Shall I not be like him? Shall I not be shown? Never to rise again? The world eternity? You spit on the mic. I did. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, to give your wish to her, to the tavern keeper. Now, oh, tavern keeper, where is the road to Rappishti? What is this landmark? Tell me! Give me its landmark! It's Give me its fucking landmark! <laughs> what the fuck does Marcellus Wallace look like? Hey, bro, come on, this is me. Sorry. I will cross the ocean! If it may not be done, I will wander the wild! I wasn't uh, stepping on you, but I felt like I had to say it. You're right. So, the tavern keeper should kill me, Mesh. Uh, Gillen, uh, the road there has been a way across, and uh, nor since olden days can anyone cross the ocean. Holy <laughs> <laughs> shmash, the year crosses the ocean, uh, apart from the sun god, it crosses the ocean, question mark. <laughs> The crossing is perilous, and it's way full of hazard, and midway lies the waters of death or something, blocking the passage forward or some shit. So besides giving us when you cross the ocean, when you reach the waters of fucking death, what do you mean deal, bro? Like, I don't know. Kill him as their shenanigans, and the boatman of the Napishti, and the storm wants or some shit, and, and he packs a prime clean in the midst of. Okay, I'm sorry. In the midst of the forest. <laughs> go there and let him let him see your face. Um, if it may not be done, go across them. If it may not be done, then turn around and go back, I guess. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a guy who's like, bro, I just fucking whatever. He took up his axe in his hand. He drew forth the dirt from his belt. Forward he crept on and and then thrashed them down. Like an arrow, he he fell among them. In the midst of the forest, uh, his shot resounded. Urshanabi saw the bright. He took up an axe and he him. But he very much struck his head. He seized his arm, pinned him down. They took fright the stone ones who chewed the boat, who were not harmed by the waters of death. The wide ocean at the waters, he stayed on the head, he smashed them in his fury, he threw them in the river. Uh, what happens next is best reserved in the old Babylonian tablet, reportedly from Sippar. He came back to stand over him as Urshanabi looked him in the eye. So basically, he, by the boatman, he killed the stone ones at this point. So Urshanabi to Gilgamesh, are you Urshanabi or am I Urshanabi? Uh, I, th- I think that's me, isn't it? That is you. Okay. So Urshanabi to Gilgamesh. <clears throat> Tell me, bro, what is your name? <laughs> I am Urshanabi. Uh, yeah, this uh, is the stoner version of the. I, I am Urshanabi. He looked up at me in the distance, but someone shit like that. Said Gilgamesh to him. <laughs> Sorry, said Gilgamesh to him. Urshanabi, Gilgamesh is my name. Who came from Uruk? Oyana! Oyana! Who wound away up around the mountains, the hidden road where rises the sun? Said Urshanabi Gilgamesh. Ah, oh, why are your cheeks so fucking hollow? Your face so sunken, bro. Your mood so wretched. Bro, you're fucking parching my Why is your heart so stout reside and your face resemble one come from afar? Why are your features burnt and frosted by sunshine? And why do you wander the lion's guard? You wanna hit a dab, bro? <laughs> you wanna hit a fat rip, bro? <laughs> anyway, again, we're not in it. We're not, uh, we're not in. Hey, he's made his decisions. We can't speak for him now. Yes. But we are not endorsing drugs, that's all I'm saying. So going much to him to the human or shinabi. Why should my cheeks not be hollow my face not sucking? It's the second fucking time I'm explaining <laughs> shit. My mood not wretched, my facade not wasted. Should not sorrow reside my heart, and my face not resemble one come from fucking afar? 
teachers be burnt, uh-huh, by frost and sunshine, and should I not wander the one, the wild than a lion's gourd, my friend, a wild ass on the run, donkey of the Muppets, uplands, panther of the wild, I'd like to donkey of the Muppets. <laughs> my friend, thank you, a wild ass on the run, donkey of the uplands, panther of the wild. Having joined forces, we, having joined forces, we climb the mountains, seize and slew the bull of heaven, destroy Humbaba, who dealt the forest of cedar, killed lions in the mountains' passes. My friend, who I love so dear, who with me went through every danger, my friend Nakidu, who I love so dear, who with me went through every danger, the doom of morals overtook him. Six days I went for him, and seven nights! I did not surrender his body for burial, until a maggot dropped from his nostril, so I went, and he too would die, like, got fearful of his death, so wanted the wild. What become, what, what become of my friend was too much to bear. So, about a far road, I wanted the wild. What became of my friend Nike was too much to bear, so I put him in the wild. How can I keep silent? How can I stay quiet? My friend whom I loved has turned to clay. My friend Nike has turned to clay. Shall I not be like him and lie down never to rise again through eternity? Said Gilgamesh to Shinabi, the boatman. Now, Shinabi, where's the road to Mapishi? Where's the landmark? Landmark, tell me. Give me the landmark. If it may not, if it may be done, I will cross the ocean. If it may not be done, I will wander the wild. Sayyidur <laughs> Shnabi to Gilgamesh. Your own hands, O Gilgamesh, have prevented you crossing. Dude, have you ever noticed how you big your hands are? You smashed the fucking stone ones, bro. They just front. Ah, bro, why do you do it? They they threw them in the river. The stone <laughs> ones are smashed, and the pine is not straight. Take up, O Gilgamesh, your axe in your hand. Go down to the forest and cut 300 fucking punning poles and some shit. Each five ra- five rods in length. Trim them and furnish them with a bows and then bring them in my with presence. With a bows. Gilgamesh heard these words. He took up his axe in his hand. He drew forth the dirt from his belt. He went down to the forest and cut 300 punting poles. Each five rods in length. He trimmed them and... Furnished them each with a mouse. Mouse. <laughs> he brought them to Shinabi, the boatman. Gilgamesh and Shinabi crewed the boat. They launched the craft and, and crewed it themselves. In three days, made each of a journey and a half. Urshinabi came to the waters of death. Said Urshinabi to Gilgamesh, See to O Gilgamesh, take the fucking first punning pole. Let your hand not touch the waters of death, lest you withering it, I guess, or some shit. Take I don't know, dude. I don't make the rules. Take a second punning pole, Gummy Mesh, and a third and a fourth. Take a fifth one, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, nine, eleven. At 100, <laughs> at 120. It's not like you're reading, like, fucking <laughs> at 100, taxes. At 120 double. This is how I imagine the guy would talk. At 120 double. At 100. Sorry. Yeah, at 120 double furlings, Gummy Mesh had used all the punting poles as he urged Nami. Undid his clothing. Gilgamesh stripped off his garment with arms held aloft. He made a yard arm. <coughs> Unapishti was watching Gilgamesh in the distance, talking to himself. He spoke a word, talking counsel, taking counsel in his own mind. I really hope this is who I think it's going to be. Hold up. I gotta find it again. Is he Jewish and from Balmer? Because I kind of... Oh, 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 I'm kind of... Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry. I went down to check, and by the way, I looked at the thing... Uh, we have 11 tablets, not 10. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Well, one more, bruh. Where the fuck are we? <laughs> you're at 190, right? 189. 185, bro. You're at what? 185. 
Okay, I'm fucking in the wrong fucking location. Hold up now. Hold up now. There you go. Immortality denared. Oh my god. Hold up there. Coming back now. Take your time. Here we go. He's picking up from where the boat's. Why are the boats jonas are broken? Yeah. It's party. Who is not its master? I'll tell you who's the master. Dreyfus is the master. Oh, God. I don't like it, but I'll have to live with it. <laughs> Jesus. He who comes is no man of mine. But on the right, I am looking, but he is no man of mine. <laughs> he is not mine, Ellipses. Bomber. The boatman. <laughs> the man who Ellipses. Who Ellipses? Gilgamesh <laughs> turned into the to the quayside. It's like Gilgamesh to him to an apostate. Who an apostate? Who after the deluge? What? You an apostate to him to Gilgamesh. Why are your cheeks so hollow? Your face so sunken? You should go to Balma. It makes you feel better. Your mood is so wretched. Your visage so wasted. <laughs> Why in your heart? <laughs> Trying to think of how he would speak. <laughs> Saw sorrow reside? And your face resemble? One come from afar? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because there's no money left. Where the fuck did the money go? I don't know. Oh, God. Why are your features burnt by frost and by sunshine? Why do you wander the wild and lion's gob? Oh, boy. Here we go. Said getting much to him to an opposite. Here we fucking go again! <laughs> Why should my cheeks not be hollow? So my fist not sinking, my mood not wretched, my mistakes not twisted. Should not sorrow reside in my heart, and my face not resemble come one from afar? Should not my features be burnt by frost and sunshine and dirt? Should the fire the waters rise, God? Okay, <laughs> you good? My friend, a wild ass on the run. Don't give you up, Panther of the Wild. My friend, naked a wild ass on the run. Don't give you up, Panther of the Wild. He really likes saying that phrase. voices with we climb the mountains and sail full of heaven. Destroy the mama who dealt in the forest to see her. Kill the lions, the mountain passes. My friend who I love so dear, who with me went through every danger. My friend Nekidu, who I love so dear, who with me went through every danger. The duel of mortals overtook him. Six days I went for him, and seven nights. I did not surrender his body for burial until a maggot dropped from his that's gross. Then I was afraid that I too would die. I grew fearful of death and water so the wild. What became of my friend was too much to bear. So on a rough far road I wandered the wild. What became of my friend naked was too much to bear. So on a far path I wandered the wild. How can I keep silent? How can I keep quiet? My friend whom I love has turned to clay. My friend naked whom I love has turned to clay. Shall I not be like him and also lie down? Never to rise again through all eternity? Said Gilgamesh to him to Napishti. I thought I would find who Napishti, the distant, of whom men tell. And I wandered journeying along every land. Many times I passed through terrible mountains. Many times I crossed and recused all the oceans. Of slumber, sweat, my face had too little. I scourged myself by going sleepless. I have filled my sinews with sorrow, and what I have achieved by my toil. I had yet to reach the tavern keeper. My clothing was worn out. I killed bear, hyena, lion, panther, cheetah, deer, ibex, the beast in the wild, the game of the wild. I ate their flesh, their pelts I played. Now, you become a serial killer. 
This is how serial killers start. Now let, now let the day of sorrow be born. Let its door be sealed with tar and pitch. For my sake they shall interrupt the dancing no more. For me happy and carefree. Said Nafshi to Gilgamesh. Why Gilgamesh? Why do you ever chase sorrow? You're not me. You don't spend six years of your life teaching political science to kids who don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh gosh. I love that man. To be honest, there are some kids in that class who just didn't care. Oh, shoot. And I feel so bad for him because he's, like, putting his heart and soul in there. Yeah. You who are built from God's flesh and human whom the gods did fashion like your father and mother? Like that's starting to turn into the other one. Did you ever, Gilgamesh, compare your lot with the fool? Embalmer, there are many fools. Especially if you don't vote for council chamberman. <laughs> they placed the throne in the assembly and told you sit. I said no, I wouldn't sit, not unless you gave the money back. <laughs> the fools get leftovers, leftover yeast instead of the fresh gimme. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The <laughs> <a> wacky story. <laughs> Branding grist instead of the best flour. <laughs> Oh god, I feel like we could have done a, a, you know, if we done the aggressive one, I think I would have done hail, but I feel like my that would have made it even worse. Uh, if you want, I can be Ed for a while. If you uh, no, it's good. We should be okay. You got like two pages of this song. Okay, here we go. He's clad in a rag. Instead of a fine garment. Instead of a belt, he's skirt with the old rope. Because he has no advisors to guide him. Is it fair's like counsel? <laughs> you good there, bud? I'm good. Keep You're going. just leading over the side. Good. Have thought for him, Gilgamesh? Who is their master? As many as blank. <laughs> <laughs> the moon and the gods of the night. <laughs> At the night, the moon travels blank. The gods stay awake. And they make a fucking racket while I try to sleep. <laughs> Wakeful. Unsleeping from olden times is set. <laughs> it's such gibberish. What is this shit? What do you mean? I'm the one doing it. I know. Oh. Now consider your support. <laughs> if Gilgamesh, the temples of the gods have no provisioner, the temples of the goddesses blank. They blank the gods blank. For blank he made blank. Blank for a gift he blank. Blank, they will cast down Blank. <laughs> Anky do indeed, they took to his doom. But you, you toiled away. Ew. And what did you achieve? You filled your sinners with sorrow. <laughs> Bringing forward the end of your days. A man is snapped off like a reed in a cane break. <laughs> I love attending cane breaks, it's so fun. <laughs> The comely young man! I think it means homely. Yeah, I think so. Oh, no, no. Comely would mean he's attractive. The pretty young woman! All too soon in their prime death abducts them. And be careful of the abducting death. <laughs> no one at all sees death. No one at all sees the face of death. No one at all hears the voice of death. Death so savage who hex men down. This guy's gotta be like, oh my fucking god, get on with it. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. 
fucking head and just tell me what's going on. Oh, God. Ever do we build the households? Ever do we make our nests? This is the perfect time character. Just keeps talking. Ever do brothers to pass? <laughs> Fuck you, right? Ever do feuds arise in the land? God. Ever the river has risen and brought us the flood? And the mayfly floating on the water? It's because they defunded the DNR. They can't get rid of the damn things. Oh, Christ. What? <laughs> on the face of the sun, its countenance gazes. And all of a sudden, nothing is there. Like the money. Where'd it go? Where did the money go? <laughs> this is him. He basically was just interjected in a random Pretty shit. The abducted and the dead. How alike is their lot? But never was drawn the likeness of death. Never in the land did the great men... No, sorry. Did the dead greet a man? The Anunnaki, the great gods, held an assembly. Mimitrum. No, Mimitrum. <laughs> Maker of destiny. <laughs> Start spitting on people. <laughs> it happens, okay? When you talk for a while, it happens. I'm spitting on my computer. Fix fates with them. Both death and life they have established, but the day of death they do not disclose. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Chapter immortality denied. Chapter immortality denied. I need you, <laughs> bitch. You just um, slap him down. All right. Gilgamesh asks Utnapishti how he gained eternal life, and here's how Utnapishti survived. The delusion was given as coming back. It was given immortality by the gods as well. Oh no. Utnapishti suggests Gilgamesh go out sleep for a week. Gilgamesh fails the test and realizes his despair that if he cannot beat sleep, he has no hope of conquering death. Budapashvi commands him to, to have Gilgamesh bat, bathe and dress himself in more kindly gar- kingly garments and to escort him back to Uruk. Budapashvi's wife counsels him to give the, the departing hero the customary present for his journey. Budapashvi tells Gilgamesh how deep under the sea a plant like coral grows that has the property of rejuvenation. Gilgamesh dives to the seabed and retrieves it. He and Urshanabi leave for a rook, stopping at a welcoming pool. Gilgamesh bathes in its water, and a snake seizes an iteration to steal his precious plant. Knowing that he will never rediscover the exact spot where he died, Gilgamesh realizes at last all his labors have been in vain. His hopes are destroyed. It would have been better to have met Udnapishvi, to not have met Udnapishvi at all. He and Urshanabi arrive at the rook, where, with words and echo from the prologue, Gilgamesh shows the frame in the walls that will be its enduring monument. Said Gilgamesh to him to, to Udnapishvi in the distance. I look at you, Udnapishvi. Your form is no different. You are just like me. You are not any different. You are just like me. I was fully intent on making you fight, but now in your presence, my hand is stayed. How was it you stood with the gods in assembly? How did you find the life eternal? Said Udnapishti to him to Gilgamesh. First off, do you want me to read next time? <laughs> no, sir. All right. Let me disclose, O Gilgamesh, a madam of secret. To you I will tell a mystery of the gods. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> the town of Sharupak. <laughs> He's just southeast of Baldwin by about three miles. Oh, God. Of course no. It is. <laughs> of course it is. A city well known to you? 
which stands on the banks of the river Euphrates. <laughs> you mispronounced it wrong. Oh, my God. The city was old. The gods once were in it. And then they raised the rent, and the, they just couldn't pay it. The property taxes went too high. Oh my when God. the great gods decided to send down the deluge, their father, I almost called him Anus, <laughs> Anu swore on oath that their counselor, the hero Enlil, and the chamberlain, the god Ninurta, and the sheriff, the god Enugi, who is currently dealing with a lack of funding for forensic science. <laughs> Princely Ea swore with them also, repeating their words to a fence made of reed. At least they're not talking to a door this time. <laughs> oh, God. oh, fence of reed. Oh, wall of brick. They're getting close to the door. Hear this, oh, fence. Pay heed a wall. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> oh my god, that was forced, but that that was funny. Old man of Shurupak, son of Ubar Tutu. <laughs> Ubar Tutu, huh? Okay, damn it. broke me. Demolish the house and build a boat. It's what's gonna happen if you don't realize climate change. <laughs> Abandon wealth and seek survival. Sprung property, save life, take on board the boat, all living things seed. Ooh, that sounds fucking gross. All the living Okay, things. are you telling me that it's both plant and then you just got this is jars of cum in your no, boat? No, bro, this is literally just like, this is like Noah. He's taking all the I get it's like Noah, boat. but Noah took one of each, no, two of each animal. And this man's like, yeah, fill some jars with Jism that's not just, necessarily what you said. That's what you're interpreting it as. What else would you say? Seed all of living all... seed like their offspring, man. <laughs> that doesn't... Like the, like the actual... Yeah, you can animals. have one of... The, you know what, never mind. <laughs> My interpretation stands, and I feel that they're just weird. All right. The boat you will build, her dimensions all shall be equal. Socialism. Okay. Her length and breadth shall be the same... Cover her with a roof like the ocean below. Not sure how that works. I understood and spoke to Ea, my master. I obeyed. Uh-uh. I almost fucking threw up. You have a lot of shit. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm aware. I obey, oh master. Was thus you told me? I understood and I shall do it. For how do I answer my city? I'm starting to turn into... A bummer. <laughs> How can I answer Balmer? It's got a lot of shit going on. There's too much to fix. The crowd and the elders? Yeah. Oh, no, that might be you. Um. Where, where oh, no, that is me. That is you. No, Ea opened his mouth to speak, saying to me, his servant, also, you will say to them this, for sure the god and Lil feels for me hatred. Uh, I was supposed to be, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, god damn oh, well. it. Doesn't matter now. Yeah, well. Way to drop the fucking ball. In your city, I can live no longer. I can tread no more on Enlil's ground. They built a giant high-rise apartment, which used to be a park. Thank god. <laughs> this is supposed to be funny. I know. This, this I literally my... is at... I hope you know that. Like, this I, is know. I know. I know. I've learned from the best. 
I must go to the ocean below to live with Ea, my master, and he will send you a rain of plenty. Ten more pages, Jay. In abundance. It's fine. In abundance. Oh, an abundance of birds. A profusion of fishes. Oh, you can't have a profusion. He will provide <laughs> a harvest of riches. In the morning, he will send you a shower of bread cakes. So bread. <laughs> bread. <laughs> or like the wafers at church. In the evening, a torrent of wheat. <laughs> a torrent of wheat. He's sending you. He's sending you an, like, He's sending you a pirated audio file of wheat. At the very first glimmer of brightening dawn, at the gate of Atra Hasis, assembled the land. Oh, yeah. And the carpenter carrying his hatchet, the reed worker carrying his stone, the shipwright. Bearing his heavyweight axe. Perfect, alright. The young men were ellipses. <laughs> the old men bearing robes of palm fiber. The rich man was carrying the pitch. The poor man brought the tackle. <laughs> this seems like a lot of extra detail. It really does. It's kind of unnecessary. It's just like, the guy in the tavern, how can the fuck with the guy two, three, four, five thousand years from now is going to be reading this for a podcast? <laughs> Got you, you bitch. <laughs> By the fifth day... I had her. I had set her hull in position. One acre was her area. Ten rods the height of her sides. Oh Again, we don't know what a rod is. At ten rods, also the sides of her roof were the same length. I set place her body. I drew up her design and I made a bitching door for the front. <laughs> Six decks I gave her. Oh, thank you. Think of all the tax money they would spend on this. Dividing her thus into seven. Into nine compartments, I divided her interior. I struck the bilge plugs into the middle, into her middle. I saw to the punting poles and put in the tackle. You can't fish out. You're going to have to fish. That's all you're going to have to do. Three myriad measures of pitch I poured in a furnace. Three myriad of tar I within. <laughs> <laughs> fucking goddamn it! These fucking words. And the myriad of oil fetched the workforce of porters, aside from the myriad of oil consumed in libations. Okay. Ellipse. <laughs> there were two myriad of oil stowed away by the boatmen. Perfect. For my work, <laughs> I butchered oxen. Oh god. Okay. And lambs I slaughtered daily. Perfect. Otherwise, how will the meat market keep up? Beer and ale, oil and wine, all of those things are presented to you by the Dairy King. <laughs> what the fuck's his name again? <laughs> Professor? Yeah. Scott Wallace. <laughs> Scott Wallace brought the beer and the ale, the oil and the wine. Oh, God. Like water from a river, I gave my workforce. What else would they ask for? Um, so they enjoyed a feast like the days of the new year. Oh, we got it. This dialogue goes on so long, Ed. I know. <laughs> Ed, I've become Ed for <laughs> Pretty you. much. At sunrise, I set my hand to the oiling. Before the sun had set, the boat was complete. But very arduous. But they should have shut up because they asked for work and that's what I gave them. <laughs> Keep going. 
<laughs> from back to front, we moved poles off from the slipway until two-thirds of the boat had entered the water. Jesus Christ. Also, Tell you, me how you manufactured said vessel. Also, I apologize for, for telling you to keep going. I, 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 was, I was supposed to be... Keep going, I, asshole. I was, I, was, I was meant to ask you, but yeah, but please keep going. Everything I owned, I loaded aboard. My stove, my bed... <laughs> All the silver, 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 fuck me. Oh, yeah. All the silver I owned, I loaded aboard. It's starting to turn to Trump. All the gold I owned, I loaded aboard. All the living creatures I had loaded aboard, I sent on board all my kith and kin. Except for Eric, because fuck Eric. Fuck <laughs> Eric. Eric's creepy. I don't like Eric. He's too, my voice is too rough at this point. Yeah. The beasts of the field, the creatures of the wild, and the members of every skill and craft. The time which the sun god appointed. In the morning, he will send you a shower of bread cakes. <laughs> Thanks for the bread cakes, guys. <laughs> like the story of most Jews, you send us things we can't use. God. It's true. They've had a hard time, okay? Yeah, I know. In the evening, a torrent of wheat. I didn't ask for the torrent of wheat. He just gave it to me. He said it was free. Go into the boat and seal your hatch. That time had now come. In the morning, he will send you a shower of bread cakes again. Oh In the evening, a torrent of wheat again. I examined the look of the weather because I was bored. <laughs> the weather to look at was full of foreboding. I sent, I went into the boat and sealed my hatch. To the one who sealed the boat, Pazur and Lil the shipwright, I gave my palace with all its goods. Which is fucking completely unnecessary because these people will probably die. <laughs> At the very first glimmer of brightening dawn, there arose on the horizon a dark cloud of black. And billowing within it was a dod the storm god, because he came to cause a fucking ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> the god Shalot and Hanish, it's now 10 o'clock, were going before him, Doing great. bearing his throne over mountain and land, running a hot 212 minutes on the audio recording. <laughs> the god Erekal was uprooting the mooring pools. Ninurta, passing by, made the weirs overflow. I, I don't know what that is. I don't know. Anunnaki, I'm pretty good with nautical shit, and I don't know what that is. Anunnaki gods carried the torches of fire, scorching the country with brilliant flashes, which is somewhat self-defeating because if there is little rain... What the fuck's the point? Thanks, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> the stillness of the storm got passed over the sky, and all that was bright then turned into darkness. <laughs> I don't, I'm not falling apart, maybe. He charged the land like a bull on the rampage. No, I'll go until it fails. He smashed it to pieces like a vessel of clay. Ah... <sighs> For a day, the gale winds flattened the country. That almost became British. <laughs> Quickly, they blew. Quickly, they blew. <laughs> you scratched them. Quickly, they blew. <laughs> and then came the deluge. Like a battle, the cataclysm. A kid. God, I would kind of have done that. It would have been easier. Like a battle, the cataclysm passed over the people. One man could not discern another, nor could people be recognized amid the destruction. This is fucking depressing. <laughs> it's just what I usually do a study on. 
That in numbers, lots of numbers. <laughs> you want to see my shelf of papers from the 70s? <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Shit, you naughty, probably has a Pentagon paper somewhere probably. in there. Even the gods took fright at the deluge. Even the gods took fright at the deluge. <laughs> they took the fright at the deluge. They left and went up to the heavens of Aden. Oh, it'd be nice if you took the rest of us with you. <laughs> you told me to take it. No, I'm gonna like, like dogs curled up in the open. The goddess cried out like a woman in childbirth. Billet Illy wailed those voice whose voice is so sweet. <laughs> God. Hold up. The olden times have turned to clay. <laughs> um, it's a different person, so I'm doing a different okay. person. Because I spoke evil in the gods' assembly. Didn't know I could speak all evil in the gods' assembly, shite. Declare a war to destroy my people. Freedom! <laughs> it is I who gave birth. These people are mine. And now, like fish, they fill the ocean. Donkey! Oh, wow, I'm guessing there is you. The Adamaki gods are weeping for her. Wet face and sorrow. Yeah! <laughs> I the men have slapped their thigh. For six days and seven nights, uh, there blew the wind, the downpour, the gale, the deluge, and flattened the land. Is that not me, so? Ah, uh, is it again? Well, I don't it's, know. it's the Anunnaki gods. But no, then that then might. Uh... Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> I had to come up with a voice the other day. Oh, here I got it. For six days and seven nights, the blue of the wind, the downpour. Oh, yeah! <laughs> the gale, the deluge, and flattened the land. I didn't freeze, though. It was too hard out the there seventh, for the ice fishing. But the seventh day, when it came, the gale relented, and the deluge ended. The ocean grew calm, that thrashed like a woman in labor. The tempest grew still, the deluge ended. You know what I do when my wife's in labor? I just give her a paps and tell her to calm down. Ah, well, I looked at the weather and it was still quiet and still, but all the people had turned to clay. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the flood was playing while it was flat on the roof of the house. And I would go check out the roof to see if there's any leaks. It's yeah, no, I go up there. Uh, usually I, I like to go up there just before the storm hits so I can go up on the roof. I opened a vent and my, my cheeks fell at the sunlight. Down I sat, I, 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 I knelt and I wept. Down my cheeks, their tears were cursed, coursing. Cursing. Coursing, yeah. yeah. I, I scanned the horizon at the edge of the ocean in 14 places. There, there was an island. On the island, the mountain of nymphs on the boat ran aground. Mount nymphs on held the, the boat fast, allowed it no motion. I feel like it's definitely a map she should be talking again. So technically, I feel like you should be adding this. Yeah. If you, unless you want me to go on with the northern No, ones. I got it, I got it. On the mountain of Nimush, the boat ran aground. It's because the captain didn't know what he was doing. Mount Nimush held the boat fast, allowed it, no motion. One day in a second, Mount Nimush held the boat fast and allowed it, no motion. Again, it's a mountain, it doesn't move. A third day and a fourth, Mount Nimush, yada, yada, yada. A fifth day and a sixth, Mount Nimush, it's still holding fast, we're doing all right. The seventh day when it came, I brought out a dove and I let it loose. I went off, went the dove, but it then it returned. Good, I, I thought I'd have to eat the thing. There was no place to land, so back it came for me. I brought out a swallow, I let it loose. Off I went, off went the swallow, but then it returned. <laughs> there was no place to land, so it came back to me. 
That's what happens when you turn every park into a parking lot. Everyone has cars. Oh, I brought out a raven. I let it loose. Off went the raven. It saw the waters receding. Finding food, bowing and bobbing. It did not come back to me. What? Was my boat not good enough for you? <laughs> I brought out an offering to the four winds made sacrifice. Incense I played on the peak of the mountain. Seven flasks and seven I set in position. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, reed, cedar, and myrtle I piled beneath them. The gods did smell the savor. The gods did smell the savor sweet. (laughs) The gods gathered like flies around the man making sacrifice. (laughs) Then at once Bella Ill arrived. She lifted the flies of lapis lazuli that Anu had made for her courtship. For their courtship. It's not the best gift, but it'll do. Oh, gods, let these great beads and this necklace of mine make me remember these days and never forget them. Oh, the gods have come to the incense! (laughs) But to the incense, let and he'll not come. (laughs) He's, like, drunk. Where did they go? Where did they run away? No, that's not part of the story. Because he lacked counsel... And brought on the deluge. Nice job, asshole. He delivered my people into destruction. Uh, (laughs) Then at once Enlil arrived. He saw the boat, was seized with anger, filled with rage at the divine. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I fucking hope it is. From where escaped this living being? No man was meant to survive the destruction. Nimurta opened his mouth to... No, hold on, that might be you. Nimurta opened his mouth to speak, saying to the hero... Am I Nimurta? Good question. Uh, yes. Alright, here we go. <clears throat> that one should be the northern accent. Who is you and... <laughs> Nicely done. Take two? Here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who, if not Ia, could cause such a thing? Ia knows all how all things are done. Ia opened his mouth to he opened his mouth to speak, saying to the hero and Lil, Krishna, this is also supposed to be me. Hang on. Yeah. You are the sage of the gods, the hero. Um. You are the sage of the gods. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wonder what the deep breath was. The hero, how could you let counsel and bring all the day loose? The turn in the friggin' rod, man. I no transgressors and flick this crime, and I'd hand who does wrong, and flick this wrong, do it. Slack off, let snap, pull tight, let it slacken. Lest it slacken. Lest it slacken. There you go. <laughs> Instead of your causing the deluge, a lion could have risen and diminished the people instead of you causing the deluge. A wolf could have risen and diminished the people instead of you causing the deluge. A famine could have happened and slaughtered the land instead of you clutch you get the fucking picture. Yeah. The black god could have and slaughtered the land. It was not I disclosed the great god's secret. After Hassis, I let see a vision, and thus he learned our secret. And now decide what to do with him. And when he came up inside the boat, 
He took hold of my hand and brought me on the board. He brought me aboard my wife and made her kneel at my side. We touched our foreheads, standing beside us to blow No, us. then that is... It's me, because I'm in Lil. Oh. No, and Lil came up means it's talking from my perspective. Right, because he's the guy who survived the deluge. That's the guy. No, because I'm saying the past. I'm talking about you. Oh, okay. All right. In the past, Nabushi was a mortal man, but now he and his wife shall become like us, gods. Nabushi shall dwell far away, where the rivers flow forth. So far away they took me, and suddenly where the rivers flow forth. But you now who convene, for you the gods ascended, so you can find the life you search for. For six days and seven nights, come do without slumber. As soon as Gilgamesh squatted down on his haunches, the sleep like a fog already breathed over him. Said Unapashi to her to his wife. See the fellow who... Sorry. Said Unapashi to his wife. That would be me. Yep. See the fellow who so desired his life? See him? Look, see, I was right. <laughs> sleep like a fog already breathes over him. Alright. You, you're Unapashi's wife. I'll do wife, the wife, yeah. Well. Said his wife to him to Unapashi the distant. This is you. Oh, yeah, you betcha there. <laughs> Gosh. What? That's all we got. Why does she have to be a Midwestern lady? Oh, hold up. I got, I got a better one. Uh, I might just go a particularly regular one here. Touch the man and make him awake. <laughs> the way <laughs> Like the queen. I like it. The way. <laughs> so far, you guys, the way. Come on, Jake. <laughs> trying to get Mrs. Doubtfire to go, and it's not happening. The way he shall go back into well-being. By the gate, he came forth and shall return to his land. <laughs> you just got to get it started drifting into it. <laughs> Nabushi to his wife. Man, deceitful. What the fuck is going on with your voice? <laughs> he will deceive you. Go bake for him his daily bread loaf. Fuck me. And line them up by his head. And mark on the wall the days that he sleeps. So she baked him his daily bread loaf. She lined them up on his, on his head. Nothing on the wall that... The days, noting noting the wall the days he slept his first bread loaf was all dried up the second was leathery soggy the third and the fourth cake had turned to white the fifth cake had a cast of a mold of gray, gray. fresh bake was a sixth the seventh on still on the coals then he touched then he touched him and the man awoke said Gogamesh to Abnapish in the distance <coughs> no sooner had sleep spilled itself over me and forthwith you touched me and made me awake. What the fuck is with people touching me? Right. Said to him to Gilgamesh. Cap Gilgamesh, count me your bread loaves. Then you will learn the days that you slept. Your first bread loaf was all dried up. You didn't eat it. The second was leathery. That was a bad batch. Soggy the third, it rained that day. The fourth flour cake had turned to white, probably because you added too much flour. The fifth had a cast of mold of gray. That's just fucking disgusting. Fresh baked was the sixth, the seventh still on the coals. And only then did I touch you, but fine. No, it's fine. I make all this food and you don't eat it. Turn your best to him. Turn it back into the mom again. Oh, not for What you do 
where should I go? A thief has taken holes of my flesh. For there is my bedchamber, death does abide. And wherever I turn, there too will be death. Said an unnoxiously to him, to the boatman Urshanabi. May the quay reject you, Urshanabi. The fairy scorn you. They scorn you. <laughs> you who used to walk the shore, be banished from it now. As for the man that you laid here, his body is tousled with matted hair. Wait, did he just like piss him off? Is that what happened? Well, Urshanabi, he's pissed because Urshanabi took him there. Oh, okay. Interesting. Alright, y'all, everybody here in this fucking story is like bipolar disorder. No offense to those who have it, but it's just fucking bizarre. Uh, take him, Urshanabi, lead him to the wash tub. Your neighbors are here. Good. Have him wash his matted locks as clean as can be. It's gonna take a while, but you'll have to work it out. Let him cast off his pelts in the sea, pair them off. Let his body be soaked till fair. Let a new kerchief be made for his head. Let him wear royal robes and dress fitting his dignity. Until he goes home to his city, until he reaches the end of his road. Let the robe show no mark, but say fresh and new. Or Shinobi took him and let him go. Oh, that would be... Shinobi took him and led him to the wash bath. He washed his matted locks as clean as could be. He cast off the pel- his pelt and the sea bore them off. His body was sucked till, till, till fair. He made a new kerchief for his hat. He wore royal robe, robes, the dress fitting his dignity. Until he goes home to the city, until he reaches the end of his robe. Let the robe show no mark. But stay fresh and new. You want to say that with more gusto? Gilgamesh and Urshanabi cleared the boat. They launched the craft and crewed themselves. Set his wife to him to Urnapshi the distant. Gilgamesh <laughs> came here by toil and travail. I <laughs> don't have to do. Yeah. What have you given for this homeward journey? <laughs> I didn't run. Well, no, I think that's you. Yeah, uh, and Gilgamesh, he picked up a punting yeah, pole. Yeah, Gilgamesh picked up a punting pole. He brought the boat back to the store, to the shore. Set an option to him to Gilgamesh. You said ten? Sh- okay, we only got two left. That's yeah. Good. I thought it was more. What's this a weekend? Udapsh T to Gilgamesh. I'm trying to find it. Oh, fuck. To Gilgamesh to... Oh, shit. Too far. Lo- no, 285. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, okay. You came here, O Gilgamesh, by toil and by travail. Why did you do that? You could have taken the train. What do I give for your homeward journey? Let me disclose, O Gilgamesh, a matter most secret. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> to you I will tell a mystery of the gods. The gods? <laughs> there is a plant that looks like a box thorn. It has prickles like a dog rose, and will prick the one who plucks it. But if you can possess the plant, you'll be again as you were in your youth. Just as oh, that's you. Um, where is it? Just as soon as Gilgamesh heard what he said. Uh, 285. Okay. Just as he was going to show what he said, he opened the channel, heavy stones he tied to his feet, and they pulled him down to the ocean below. That's smart. He took the plant and pulled it up and lifted it. The heavy stones he cut loose, and from his feet, the sea cast him up onto shore. 
said Gilgamesh and Urshanabi, the boatman. The plant Urshanabi is the plant of heartbeat. With Gilgamesh. Said Gilgamesh to him, uh, the plant, this plant Urshanabi is the plant of heartbeat. Within a man can regain his vigor. To earth the sheepfold, I will take it. To an ancient, I will feed some and put the plant to the rest. This name shall the old man grown young. I what a great will, name. I will eat it myself and be again. Is that Neil Young's name? At 20 leagues they break bread. Uh, sorry, at 20 leagues they break bread. At 30 leagues they stop in the night. Oh, motherfucker, <laughs> I don't think so. Gilgamesh <laughs> found a pool whose water was cool. Dove he, <laughs> down he went into it to bathe in the water. Gilgamesh built all a house with a door. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> records. A snake caught scent came up in silence and bore the plants off. As it turned away, it slowed it. It slowed it. Slowed its skin. Then Gilgamesh sat down and wept, down his cheeks and tears were coursing. He spoke to Urshanabi, the boatman. For whom Urshanabi toiled his my arm. Dang. For whom Urshanabi <laughs> toiled my arm so hard? For whom ran dry the blood of my heart? Not myself did I find my bounty. With a lie in the earth, I have done a favor. Now far and wide the side is the tide is raising. Having opened the channel, I have been the tools. With what thing I would find served my landmark? Had I only turned back and left the boat on the shore? At 20 leagues, they broke bread. At 30 leagues, they stopped for the night. At 40 leagues, they made a house. At 60 uh, leagues, they built a door. <laughs> they wrote the sheepfold. And, and then he went to the top of a mountain and found some flowers. Said Gilgamesh to Urshanabi, the boatman. Oh, Urshanabi, climbed a rock's wall, walked back and forth, surveyed its foundations, examined the brickwork. Were its bricks not fixed in an orbit? Did the seven sages not lay its foundation? A square mile city, a square mile date grove, a square mile of clay pit, half a square mile the Temple of Ishtar, three square miles and, and a half is Rurik's expanse. And that is the end of the story. We get to page 100, which is the appendix, which is basically just saying the next tablet doesn't matter, because it's not. The next tablet doesn't matter. It's, it's not connected to the story. Shows a picture of the guy excavating it, blasting it against Thanks the side of a house. Thanks who made it this far, but I did want to come back with the quote again, so I think it'll make more sense for... Uh, uh, so we are not gods; we cannot ascend to heaven. No, we are no, we are more, more mortal men. Only the gods live forever. Our days are few in number, and whatever we achieve is a puff of wind. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's just saying mortality is the thing we all must deal with, uh, and that's kind of the we whole. will all die yeah. at some point in time. All right, you hear so, that, millennials? Uh, <laughs> thanks for everybody for listening to our at this point two-part series. Maybe uh, three. Well, I might just post as a full one, and if anyone's willing to listen, Jump they, hair. Yeah, you know what? Hey, this is like this is like watching Lord of the Rings, just breaking uh, apart. <laughs> but uh, thanks for for uh, listening up, and uh, we appreciate you. We'll see you next week with some uh, with our mini series premieres. Hell yeah! Um, I'm still on Tuesday, right? Yep. Um, okay. Uh, so medical on Tuesday, Thursday is jazz. One um, is infinitely better than the other. Yeah, you guess what? <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Have yourselves a great weekend. All right.